This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday, September 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia School District Superintendent Dr. William Height announced on Monday night that he will not renew his contract at the end of the 2021-22 school year. I've had the tremendous honor and privilege to serve as superintendent of the School District of Philadelphia to work alongside you and many of my colleagues and support our beautiful and talented and young children that we serve. After much reflection, I have decided not to renew my contract, Height said in a video message. He will remain in his role as superintendent until the end of the contract, which is August 31st, 2022. Height came to Philadelphia in June of 2012 from Prince George's Public Schools, Maryland's second largest school district, where he was also superintendent. The school district of Philadelphia was in dire financial shape when he got there. The school district commended Height's work, saying since his arrival, Height and his administration doubled the number of higher performing schools, increased graduation rates, and modernized early literacy classrooms in 48 schools. However, he was most criticized for the handling of environmental hazards in schools and the botched construction project to move Science Leadership Academy into Benjamin Franklin High School. Now Height faces another school year beginning the third affected by the COVID-19 pandemic along with the bus driver shortage among other issues. Is he going to pursue his dream of becoming an ultimate ninja warrior? I don't think he might. That, you never still back burner. They actually said they don't know what he's doing okay. next. So, the, you know, don't take that Maybe. off the table. All right. I think it's different for big school districts, Kathy, but uh, typically superintendents don't last that long in school districts, right? It's normally just a few years? Well, yeah, because it's a political position. Right. So, yeah. you know, they're... Oh, my God. What happened? I just realized my pants are on inside out. I have a follow-up question. Uh, that has to do with your pants being inside out. <laughs> I went to put... Because, like, when you guys your talk, pockets I'll, on the I'll inside. stick my hands in my pockets and just, like, wait for you to talk. And I was like, why can't I get my hand in my pocket? I want to see this. Pants are on inside I, out. I need to so see great. your pants. By the way, these pants, uh, I have done this. This is probably the fifth time I've done this. You put them on pants. inside out. Inside out, yes. All I'm right. sorry. Yes. Super, it's a, it's pretty much a political position. So a lot of times when the school board uh, changes over, they uh, kind of. Bo- uh, before I get to that, <laughs> I apparently have put my pants on inside out, and I'm wearing my favorite assless chaps. <laughs> That's the funniest thing in the middle of a story. Uh, my pants are inside out. You were mid-sentence I know, in that I response. I realized it. Oh, man. Sorry, couldn't hold it John back. Kennedy has been assassinated. <laughs> oh, dear God, my shirt's inside out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so anyway. anyway. December 7th, <laughs> Jesus Christ, look at my tie. It's not even... Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> A day that will live in only Christ. Look what I did. Is my label on the front? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I've done that so many times. Even, like, other pants. I remember being in a workout class once, and I said to the instructor, she was a good friend of mine, but I was like, can you see the size on the back of my pants? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, they're inside out. Well, maybe that becomes a fashion thing now. All right, officials say a new superintendent will be announced in early spring 2022. The Board of Education says it will hold a formal press conference in the coming days with details on the transition and the search process. As of now, they said they don't have any candidates or they don't know who they'll be, and it's not clear what Height will do next. 
A packaging mix-up prompted a recall of a batch of pepperoni pizzas. Nestle USA is recalling over 27,000 pounds of pizza product after a consumer complaint found that the frozen pepperoni pizza product carton may actually contain the frozen three-meat pizza. Oh. The 26-ounce boxes of the frozen DiGiorno crispy pan crust pepperoni pizza are being recalled because they actually contain the three-meat crispy pan crust pizza, which also contains soy protein, a known allergen that is not declared on the label. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service announced on Monday. The recalled pizza products were produced on June 30th, 2021 and shipped nationwide. There have been no confirmed reports of adverse reactions, the release statement said. ABC News reached out to Nestle for comment. But has not received word back at this time. I forget the company years ago, Kathy, but they had a pepperoni recall. They, it was not pepperoni on the pizza. Do you remember it was landmines? Oh, oh man. wow. Yeah, yeah, that's dangerous. Made, that's yeah. that's no, very dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. No, but you know what? The soy protein, that's one of the um, largest food uh, pe- sensitivities that people Is have. Is that a big uh, soy, yeah. Like, like on a peanut level? or, or? Um, I'm not sure. It, it's one of the top ones. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure that that's you know, the main reason soy is not listed on the ingredients. I know. You can tell when somebody's had. A reaction. They put their pants on it. <laughs> that early onset dementia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had that. Watch pizza. for the warning yeah. sign. And then they <laughs> they accumulate lists of activities. <laughs> oh dear God. Uh, yeah, I need a couple more minutes. Uh, the One Liberty. This is sad. The One Liberty Observation Deck in Philadelphia announced that it's yeah. going to close oh, for good. I Why? That. And oh I, I never. I've never gone Me up neither. there. Me neither. So sad that I never went there. I went on my birthday a few years ago. It was a great birthday present. That sucks, man. It was such a good time. I don't like this at all. Why would you do that? So the attraction, which opened in November of 2015, provided Philadelphia with panoramic bird's eye views of the city from the 57th floor of One Liberty Place in Center City. In 2020, One Liberty shared a message with guests on social media announcing its indefinite closure. The post goes on to say the drastic decrease of day trippers, group tour bookings, and overseas tourists due to the COVID-19 pandemic led us to this difficult decision. We hope it'll bounce back, right? What's it going to do? And what does it cost to maintain it? It's empty space. Uh, For anyone who has... That should be where we broadcast from, Preston. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. (laughs) Uh, For anyone who hasn't experienced the view, they say it's something that can't be missed. So are there any observation decks anywhere in Philadelphia? Well, what's that like park that's up on top of? Um, is it the Comcast built or uh, no? Well, not Comcast the- has the the four se- the second Comcast. No, not that. There's seasons. like a like an actual park. Marissa probably knows, right? Oh, yes. it's FDR Park. No, no, they. That's uh, a Valley Forge Park. They put Valley Forge on top. <laughs> on Why know? are they stacking okay. parks? Park on top of a building? I'm looking at the name of it. It's Oh, it's called the Sierra Green. It's between right. the Sierra Center and yeah. the like AKA Hotel. Mm-hmm. Right there. It's right. Um, oh, by the FML building. Or FM. By the UPS. F My Life. F My Life building. <laughs> it's right near uh, 30th Street Station. <laughs> FMC right Tower. Right next yeah. to the uh, DVDA Towers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which, you but know, those aren't as high as, right. you know, Liberty One and, you right. know. Yeah. You could go to the Four Seasons. Yeah. You could go to the lobby there and look at that. But it's not outside. Oh, no. I guess this wasn't. This absolutely No, it's not, not outside. But it, was, but it was made, it was, you know, specifically all the way it. around. You'd get yeah. 360 degree look. I mean, what's going to happen to it, though? It's not like it's going yeah, anywhere. It's They're going to blow it up. You could go to the Pyramid Club. Uh, I just keep naming places you could go to. Yeah, there's <laughs> a restaurant in uh, Liberty Two. Yeah, R2L. Liberty Two. Yeah, so. I, 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 I just I just see no reason for this. It's it's there. It's you know, give it time to recoup. Let let tourism start to come back into the area. R two L closed. Yes. Oh man. Welcome. So is there nothing in that space? Now they're putting Fairmount Park so. there. Okay. Yes, and the Sierra Center. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs>
In Monday Night Football, the Eagles lost to the Cowboys 41-21. to Last night in Dallas, Dak Prescott threw for three touchdowns in his first home game oh. since a season-ending ankle injury a year ago, and Trayvon Diggs returned an interception 59 yards for a score. Prescott went 21 of 26 for 238 yards without an interception in the first NFC East game for both teams. Up next for the Birds is a game at home on Sunday afternoon against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Phillies begin their most important series of the season tonight when they take on the first-place Braves in Atlanta. With only six games remaining, the Phillies are two-and-a-half games behind the Braves and must win at least two of three games in this series to stay in the playoff hunt. Zach Wheeler will get the start and the first pitch is scheduled for 7:20. And Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid was released from the hospital yesterday after being transported there after the team's loss to the LA Chargers on Sunday. A Chiefs spokesman said Reid was in great spirits. According to reports, Reid left Arrowhead Stadium in an ambulance and players were unaware at first that their coach wasn't feeling well. It was later reported that the 63-year-old Super Bowl winning head coach was treated for dehydration. Oh. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, uh, Kath. we got a whole lot of things to get to today, so let me run down the laundry list. Uh, we'll start off, obviously, with the money thing. We have uh, Money Clips, WMMR Money Clips, and your chance to win $500 seven times today. We get to kick that off at 8, and we do it again at 10 a.m. We also have a number of guests that are going to be on the show. Uh, let's see. We're going to have uh, Cassandra Peterson. You know her as Elvira. It's awesome. Her book is out called Yours Cruelly, Elvira Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark, and it's available now on Amazon.com. Some pretty explosive things in that book. So, you know, we know her as Elvira, and we know her with the Groundlings, and she you know worked with uh, Pee Wee Herman and all that stuff, but there's a whole bit of her life doing the research on it where she was hanging out with Frank Sinatra yeah. and went on dates with Elvis Presley, and she was like a Vegas show girl. Vegas, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you, that's a whole book. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what she wants to share about that around 9 o'clock. We're also going to have comedian Jessica Michelle Singleton on. She'll be at Helium Comedy Club tomorrow night for a special Wednesday show. She's recording her new comedy album. Cool. There. Uh, so we'll check in with her, and um, also we're going to talk about the big friggin' deal. Our buddy Randy Bates of Bates Motel is going nice. to tell us how that's going. Um, it's Tuesday. That means we have ink to give away. The Preston and Steve show tattoo that you've been waiting to get could be yours. Text the word tattoo to 39333, and you might win a $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, they're at 1729 South Street in Philly. Want to check out their samples? You can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or go to Instagram and just type in at floatingworldtattoos and you should be able to locate them. But uh, we'll do that by the end of the show. We'll pick a winner. It's real simple. You just text the word tattoo to 39333 and then you get to the shop and do a Preston and Steve show themed tattoo. Uh, that and more is taking place today. Let's take a break. Come back in a second and the entertainment report with the super questioner up Next, sun's coming up in a moment. We'll get this Tuesday started. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's... it's. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clips seven times a day. Weekdays at 8, 10, and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10,000 bucks. What the f***? 
See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips from who else? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. Not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, I'm sure, I don't think I'm going to go with this question. I have an offshoot. Initially, I was going to ask what year did the Disney Channel first launch. That's too easy. Yeah. yeah so, that's 1983. But, here's the tough question. What was the first program to air when the Disney Channel launched? Ah. Okay. So, this is the Disney Channel. Not Disney Plus, not streaming. The original Disney Channel. What was the name of the first program that aired when the Disney Channel launched? 215 263 WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. I'll go through birthdays today while waiting for that answer. It's Tuesday, September 28th. Uh, it is Brigitte Bardot's birthday today. Ah, yes. Uh, the French actress, 87 years old, known as a bombshell. Back she in was. The day. Yeah. Back, in that, back in the day, she was um, unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, she's She's had uh, she's issues. Back, she's crazy, right? Yeah, no? a little crazy. Yeah. She is a, she's a big... I commend her animal activism, but she also goes off the deep end a lot. So that, uh, like, yeah. Like crazy ranting? Like, like crazy or... ranting, yeah. But well, I mean, politically as well. I mean, she yeah. l- literally is sympathized with neo-Nazis. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. That is a little nutty. Yeah, I hadn't heard that, but yeah. Uh, she turns 87 years old today, but uh, goes back to movies like And God Created Women and Viva Maria. Uh, it's uh, Janine Garofalo's birthday today. Uh, she's been in some fun movies, Reality Bites. Cable Guy. I liked um, The Truth About Cats and Dogs. I love that movie. That movie. is a great classic rom-com. Yeah, totally. And she's a radio personality. Uh, that's true. Oh, and um, Mystery Men. Yes. Uh, I forgot about that movie, too. Yes. So she's, she's also on 24. Uh, was she on 24? Yeah. You know I didn't watch 24. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. Decent, uh, uh important character? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, she was a solid character. All right. She is, uh, 57 today. Uh, Hillary Duff, speaking of... The Duff the, Dis- the Disney Channel. Wait, no, she wasn't on no, Disney no, she Channel. Wasn't. She was, uh, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, right? Uh, was it Lizzie McGuire? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't... No. I think it was Nickelodeon. That was one of the first shows I remember, um, getting traction when they were trying to build that network. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big popular show. Yeah, she was one of the first big stars to come out of there yeah. as far as a, you know, uh... Uh, I guess a star of their own singular show, the namesake of the show. Right. I mean, uh, her character was the name of the show, Lizzie McGuire. So, but uh, she's 34 today. Uh, Naomi Watts, the actress. She's great. Everything from uh, The Ring to King Kong. You've never seen The Ring, right? You've never seen No, I saw that. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. It's a good movie, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, she is uh, 53 today. Uh, Mira Sorvino. Uh, is 54. It says disputed. Sometimes <laughs> next to my birthdays it says disputed. Usually she's the, the one goes. disputing it. Yeah. Uh, whatever the age, she looks good. She mm-hmm. was actually part of the Harvey Weinstein. Um, you know, the uh, the bring down of Harvey Weinstein. Was she a big part of that? Wow. Yeah. So remember the story was that she was up for a role in the Lord of the Rings series oh. and Harvey Weinstein's people or Harvey Weinstein himself contacted Peter Jackson and and sort not not that Peter Jackson responded, but he was clearly trying to keep her out of roles. Yeah, yeah. she didn't, uh, didn't, she didn't give, give him a handy or whatever he was looking yeah. for. Yeah, uh, so she is uh, fifty four. Moon Unit Zappa. Like 
Yeah, there you go. Frank Zappa's daughter. Valley Girl, the movie, has been on in rotation. Okay. I watched it the other night with Deborah Foreman and uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, man, Nicolas Cage looks like he's nine years old. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I remember when this song hit, we were just like, what? I, I had never heard of the Valley Girl. I didn't know what it was. Right, I didn't right, know yeah. that there was this, you know, California... You know, speech thing that they had, and this was an eye opener. Yeah, uh, and it was a huge novelty hit, no question. Uh, so she is fifty four today. Moon Unit Zappa. Uh, it's also Bam Margera's birthday today. Uh, Bam turns forty two years old today. Have not seen anything about him in the last month or two personally. Still, so still has the lawsuit against the. Um, the Jackass movie production people. Yeah, uh, he has a restraining. There's a restraining order against him from the director of the Jackass movie. Mm. His wife had a filed for custody of their son. Right, that's what. Uh, There's been yeah. a couple things. Even though they're not getting a divorce, divorce. she yeah. wants custody of the uh, of the child. So yeah, I'm not really sure. I saw the trailer for the new Jackass movie uh, before Shang-Chi, and yeah. it looks really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bam is 42 today. Then you have after, actor uh, Jeffrey Jones. Mm. I know, yeah. He had some... Uh, Problematic stuff. Issues with uh, underage boys, I believe, was yeah. the case. It was... I never I never actually got a full explanation. I think he was in possession of a erotic art featuring young boys. Yeah, and then I thought I had heard um, accusations against him. Was possibly. there? I don't doubt it. Uh, but I don't remember anything coming to fruition from that. But yeah, Steve, he had uh, he had apparently had yeah uh, he had had old, I guess, what would be considered child pornography. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, don't I don't know, man. Uh, but uh, you know him from movies like uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off and uh, Beetlejuice and Amadeus and Ed Wood. He is 75. He's today. also in The Hunt for Red October, is he not? Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. in the beginning. He's yeah. one of the designers of, uh, of American uh, submarines. Uh, then you have the great Grant Fuhr, uh introduced. He was the first African-Canadian to be inducted into the Hockey Fall Hall of Fame. Uh, great goaltender. He is uh, 59 today. I think the, those Oilers had six Hall of Famers in their starting lineup, including him. Oh, really? I mean, it was him, Gretzky, Messier, uh, Yari Curry. I mean, they just were unbelievably yeah. great. Yeah. And then the last birthday, Dita Von Teese. Ah, we had her in the studio. The actress and model, that is correct, yes. Uh, she is 49. Uh, she, she and Marilyn Manson were together for a yes, while. Yes, they right? were. Yeah, and she has, a, as, when, the day she came in, we had a whole bunch of, she has a... a, a very active female fan base who yeah. really kind of adopt her style yep. and they came in. Yep. Uh, so she's 49 today and let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. So what was the first program to air when the Disney Channel launched? What was the name of that? I will go to Andrew, see if he knows. Hey, Andrew. Hey, good morning. Yeah, buddy. All right, what was the name of that first show on the Disney Channel? Uh, good morning, Mickey. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah. A series uh, made up of classic Mickey cartoons, and that's what they started with, and probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the whole Disney Channel off of that, and here it is still going today since 1983. All right, Andrew, hang on the line. We're going to set you up, man. You just got yourself a pair of tickets. See uh, Chris Stapleton Friday at the BB&T Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. So hang on the line. We'll get your info. We're going to start with this. Uh, 
following weeks of graphic and emotional testimony, R. Kelly, the singer, was convicted Monday on all counts in his New York sex trafficking trial. Man. A jury convicted the 54-year-old R&B star on all nine counts of sex trafficking and racketeering following less than two days of deliberations. This, uh, date, this dates back, like all the stuff that we oh, yeah. talked about, or oh, is this yeah. more so, recent stuff? Let me explain. So now that the New York trial has come to a close, what's next for Kelly, who faces similar charges in three federal and state cases in Illinois and Minnesota as well, Kath? Uh, so there's a lot. Just from it's this just one, though. Started, yeah. He's looking like a potential hundred years, right? Well, I haven't seen. Uh, I know that. Well, let, let me get yeah, some yeah. of the details out right. here. So Kelly has been behind bars since his arrest in July 2019. Won't be sentenced until May 4th. The singer faces the possibility of decades in prison uh, for crimes including violating the Mann Act, an anti-sex trafficking law that prohibits taking anyone across state lines for any immoral purpose. Uh, the delayed sentencing date. For Kelly is not standard. Usually federal judges set sentencing 90 to 100 days out, uh, but it is uh, not unheard of and maybe the result of the judge's schedule and COVID-19 precautions. But Kelly's sentence will be calculated based on federal sentencing guidelines for the various crimes he's been convicted of, such as racketeering, which carries a recommended maximum of 20 years. So there's some math to be done. Right. Just in this case alone, just in this New York set of cases alone. He's in some really bad territory. Uh, He is, I mean, unless he's got a Svengali-type legal team, obviously they're going to ask for a, uh, you know, uh, a a revisiting of this. But... um, uh, he's looking at the rest of his life in jail. If yeah. Everything oh, comes I, through. I would think so. Yeah, and then so he just, you know, he just flaunted it too. Did you watch that documentary the, about the, Aaliyah? Uh, about and R. Kelly's relationship no. and also the, the, his victims? It was 2019, I think. Case, did you see it? Yeah. I saw some of it. Uh, I you, watched some of it. Yeah, it, I didn't watch all of it. Pretty, pretty troubling, right? Oh. I mean, like, like horrifying stuff. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the singer, uh, by the way, the, the New York case is only part of his uh, legal peril. Uh, the singer also has pleaded guilty to uh, similar charges, not guilty, I'm sorry, in Illinois and Minnesota, and is not yet clear on how the verdict in Brooklyn will affect those cases or when they might reach a trial. You know or- when you got a glimpse, a glimpse of him, Preston, when, during that interview with uh, Gail King? Uh-huh. Remember that? When he... he uh, he was sitting and he started to freak out. They can't do this to me, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ordinarily, the trial in the Northern District of Illinois, in which Kelly has uh, co-defendants, would be up next, but nothing is certain at the moment. Huh. Kelly's co-defendants want to move forward to a trial as soon as possible, possibly in January. We have that audio for the ga- case. Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. yeah, hit it. What? How stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you were holding... That's stupid, guys. I didn't... Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, oh, right now I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement. Quit playing. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Behind bars where your life is going to be, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that will, there's more. There's, it's going to go on for How, a while. It seems like only yesterday we were the man in the closet, right? Wasn't oh, that my the, God, yeah. Mine's telling me no. Yep, yep. Uh, so Will Smith is getting real. The 53-year-old is set to drop a memoir called Will, and in anticipation, he sat down with GQ to discuss what fans can expect. 
Uh, he said that uh, he didn't delve too much into his marriage to Jada as her arrangement with uh, singer um, um, August Alsina and some of their other ups and downs have already been public. Uh, he said Jada never believed in conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship. Uh, so she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up. Uh, there were significant, endless discussions about what is a relational perfect or perfection? Uh, what is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only relational perfection. Uh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, honey, I'm just looking for relational perfection. Uh, he also uh-huh. admitted that, well, it sounds like she wanted to be. She wants to relational perfection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he also admitted that Jada was not the only one engaging in other sexual relationships outside of their marriage, but mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't go into detail on that. Uh, he also spoke about his new project, Emancipation, and why he believes that now is the right moment for it. Uh, he said the entire world was in lockdown, watched what happened to George Floyd, and stood up with one voice and said, we see it, we agree. Uh, he said that's never happened before, and with the opportunities... Uh, with that, the opportunities are unlike they've ever been. And I've been trying to get movies made for a long time, and the amount of money that Apple is paying to tell the story of emancipation is unprecedented, and those opportunities are globally present and plentiful. What is emancipation about? Does anybody know? A runaway slave forges Ah. through the swamps of Louisiana on a torturous journey to escape plantation owners that nearly killed him, directed by uh, Antoine Fuqua. Okay. Uh, he said, I just want to encourage black Americans to take the acknowledgement and seize upon the present global opportunities. I would just like us to argue less about certain things and pay attention to the big ripe fruit. Uh, he also discussed his troubled childhood uh, where he saw his mother punched by his father when he was nine. I didn't know that. And added that it has, quote, defined who I am today. He mm. continued saying, my father tormented me. Jeez. And he was also one of the greatest men I've ever known. He was one of the greatest blessings of my life. And also one of the greatest sources of pain. So he had conflicting uh, things with the his The things father. that go in, those those early, uh, you know, reading about Cassandra Peterson for, you know, our interview later on, she had a really nasty mom, Preston. She had like a real, like, torturous, abusive mother. And uh, it's like, man, does that... You know, in those you when are, you're a little yeah. kid and you're looking yeah. up at that, it can just totally f you up. Yep. So, uh, Will the memoir is set to drop on November 9th, By the way, uh, let's see. Oh, I love this story. Uh, it's it's fun and it. I think it has the right ending to it. But a lawsuit filed by Evil Knievel's son <laughs> against Disney concerning Pixar's Toy Story 4 has been dismissed by a judge. Yeah, come on. I mean, come on. Because of the uh, the, the Keanu Reeves character? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knievel's son, Kelly Knievel, uh, through his company K&K Productions in September, sued Disney for trademark infringement, accusing the studio of using his father's likeness without permission for the character Duke Kaboom. <laughs> That's right. That was voiced by Keanu Reeves in Toy Story 4. I mean, 4. It, it, was, it was Evil Knievel for... Yes. Well, and, and it, it's, that it's more the toy, though. Right. Which is the you know so that's well, I don't a tough know the, one. was the toy an actual thing? There was a oh, toy, yeah. Preston. There was an evil, oh, evil toy yeah, with, with a rip cord that you'd pull. No, it was a it was a crank. Uh, there there were two different ones, but yeah. yeah, there was this crank thing that you did. And uh, yeah, I had several versions of it. You had the the Snake River Canyon one as well. It's very very dangerous. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm just kind of confused here because there are so many toys in that universe that are actual toys, right? 
Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, and so on. Uh, Slinky. like the Slinky Dog yeah. and you know all of it. Uh, why didn't they just use Evil Knievel they, instead of creating their own? Because I don't think they want it. Because the Evil Knievel, the doll, yeah. was Evil Knievel, the man. You know, I mean, it was an action figure. It was, it was, it yeah. was based on a real person. So they probably didn't want... A real human being, you know what I mean? Yeah. With a uh, with a problematic a history. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, you know, but but I, I see where they're going. Clearly, they're having fun with yeah. that type of toy, and yes, but you know, they did they didn't use the name, they didn't use the exact outfit, and all yeah. that other stuff. So, but anyhow, uh, it says. <laughs> Uh, the story says, so though it never refers to Knievel by name, Toy Story 4 refers to Duke Kaboom as a 1970s toy based on Canada's greatest stuntman. Uh, the original lawsuit shared side-by-side images of Knievel in a signature white costume alongside pictures of the toy Duke Kaboom. They are similar. And says the character is clearly patterned after the Daredevil. Yep. Uh, so the lawsuit even compared a commercial seen in the film from the Duke Kaboom stunt cycle to a real commercial and toy modeled after Knievel that was released in 1973. Uh, there have uh, even been other toys and merchandise of the Duke Kaboom character since the film was released in, uh, tw- in 2019. Did you have the Snake River? Oh, yeah. You did? I, I, never, I never got that. I, I got I, The one that I had, I remember clearly Preston, it had sort of like a, a long plastic serrated strip with a handle on it. You'd load it into the back wheel and you'd pull it out yep. and the back wheel would spin and then he would jump. I love the, the, his backstory though, the character's backstory because <laughs> it's so true of what they show you in commercials, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> single toy, they always have the this amazing setup, and oh, there's yeah. a stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's sound effects, <laughs> and there's fireworks. It looks nothing like your basement. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just yeah, you know, like all the you Hot Wheels want... car tracks, and then they and, yeah. then they I think legally they were requiring, and you'd started to see them pop up. Stadium not included. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Fireworks display not included. <laughs> yeah. See here, I'm I'm pulling up the uh, the toy. So Steve, yeah, this is one I had. See, it had a crank on it. Oh wow. So so that was it. You, That's you would, awesome. You turn it, and it would get that wheel going. <laughs> and then you would stop, yeah. and then you'd hit this button, and boom, he would take off. It yeah. was. Bad, pretty badass. Do you remember, I was showing you a TikTok video yesterday. Of they, they had someone jump a small fountain outside of Caesars somewhere in one of the gardens. Yeah. And it was the little evil Knievel thing. They That's must great. have been using that apparatus. That's funny. Uh, so the lawsuit even went on to uh, accuse Disney of entrusting cast to not refer to Knievel by name in interviews with media, even if asked. I'm making a, pers- a comparison to an interview in which Tom Hanks and Tim Allen uh, told Tony Hale to not refer to his character as Forky, but Spork, since the word had also been trademarked. Huh. But, I mean, that's, yeah, I could see them not wanting to, you know, refer to the character as uh, Evil Knievel. <laughs> We're watching the commercial. They called it up. and Yep. Uh, yeah. I, uh, what great memories. There's the crank present. Yep. Man, look at look at him jump. Oh, yeah. and the way that they, they edited, and this is in the 70s, they yeah. edited it. Makes it look like he did, does a backflip and lands it. Rides off into the Rides desert. Yes! Yeah. He's oh out, I'm God. out of here. Yeah. Uh, Instead of hitting your cat. Uh, Knievel was seeking unspecified damages of more than $300,000. He's also accused Disney of false endorsement and unjust enrichment. So they're not, uh, they've, they've passed on it. So he's not getting anything. Uh, this is interesting. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd continue yeah. to spark romance oh. rumors. Yeah. Uh, there's an, enough pictures of them hanging out together. She just likes to pick the weirdest guy there is and date him. She does. Uh, the pair, well, yeah, because her and Billy Bob Thornton yeah. and the blood yeah. necklace and all that. Uh, the pair 
pair were spotted over the weekend in Santa Monica leaving uh, Giorgio Baldi after a long dinner. Hey, Baldi! Yeah, I guess that's how you say that. Yeah. After the uh, pair reportedly took his SUV to his Bel Air home. Jeez. Uh, they were spotted out in together, uh, out together a few times over the summer, but sources at the end of, uh, at the time said that the meeting was focused on his attempt to break into Hollywood. Ah. He's starring in and co-writing The Idol for HBO Max. Well, that's possible. I mean, she's a director. But he previously dated Bella Hadid and Selena Gomez. Yeah. Uh, Jolie is still in the process of sorting out custody issues over the six kids. Of course, she shares with uh, her ex, Brad Pitt. Tom Hiddleston seemingly confirmed his relationship with uh, Zawe Ashton uh, during the 74th annual Tony Awards on Sunday. Now, I am not familiar with her. Zowie. Z-A-W-E is how you spell her first name. Zowie huh. Ashton. Uh, the 40-year-old Loki star hit the red carpet with Ashton, whom he co-starred with in Betrayal okay. in 2019 on Broadway. Uh, Hiddleston was nominated for Best Performance in Betrayal, but lost to Andrew Burnap. Uh, he previously dated Taylor Swift, by the That's way. That's true, yes. And uh, though their relationship was brief, it was one of his most documented and frequently mocked recent celebrity romance. Tay-Tay. So I guess uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go for them if they're happy. Hope it goes well. Did you watch Loki? Oh, wow. Uh, I did, yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, this just uh, was handed to me. When Why? did this come down? Today. Oh, wow. At 1 a.m. Oh, man. Uh, police take Bam Margera to rehab. Oh, jeez. Uh, What's the... Uh, it is... Well, I, I'm going to read along here. Okay. So, uh, Bam Margera got uh, got a ride to a Florida rehab facility in the back of a police car. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ deputies took the jackass star to rehab after responding to a Sunday morning call about an emotionally distressed person at the Don Cesar Resort in St. Pete Beach. That's oh, where my no. mom used to work. Yes. And that's where... Aren't you taking I, a trip I was there? asking you about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when cops arrived... Uh, we're told the deputies uh, were given the heads up about a court order directing Bam to go to rehab, so police assisted. Uh, Bam was not arrested. He doesn't have any pending charges. Okay. Um, so, so is he is he being held on like a 5150 or? Uh, it says a court order directing Bam to go to All rehab. Right. So, wow. you know, maybe not a 5150, but they, uh, yeah, there is a, if, if someone, um, uh, like if someone is uh, uh, threatening to commit suicide or something yeah, like that, yeah. and you contact the authorities, they can hold them under a uh, a court order of sorts. Is it like a three hundred two? I forgot what it is, uh, but uh, it's, it's but such I'm not a saying nightmare. that's what happened. No, 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 no we don't I'm not know. Saying that's what know. happened here. So um, a fifty one fifty allows a person with a mental challenge to be involuntarily detained for seventy two hours psychiatric hospitalization. All right, that that's not rehab. What's three hundred two? That I've, okay. Let's see. It's different. 302 police code, or I don't know which else. See the man? Uh, Involuntary admission to an acute inpatient psychiatric hospital occurs when a patient does not agree to hospitalization on a locked inpatient psychiatric unit. So that's um, the psychiatric units are a lot of drug and alcohol cases. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, anyhow, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, yeah. There's an update on that. So, but uh, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Um, how about this? Kim Kardashian's viral Met Gala Balenciaga look, the all-black full coverage face mask included. Which is what I'm wearing today. Has inspired Halloween costumes from Yandy. Uh-huh, of course. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Uh, so apparently it is called the Mystery Gala Guest Costume, and the product uh, description says... 
Glimmering gowns had their fashion moment, and we're here for it. But look who paved the way for a statement-making avant-garde. Dark, dramatic, and ever so obscure. Flaunt your couture-kissed curves like an A-list celeb in this exclusive <laughs> mystery gala guest costume. Oh, come on. Featuring a semi-sheer black tube dress, a sheer mesh cape, a breathable black facial hood, opaque tights, <laughs> and long satin gloves. Uh, it's a hundred bucks, by the way, mm. uh, and it's stupid looking. Do you right. think it looks that much like the original? I don't think it does. No, it doesn't. They, no, but they, cheaper they, version. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 it's, yeah, it's Yandy. It's yeah. Yandy, and and so you know they do a lot of relatively cheap lingerie, but it's a good Halloween costume, and I think they do a really good job creatively writing. Everything around her name, Kim yes, Kardashian. Yeah, but yes. They literally write about Calabasas and uh, drama queens and everything. All that. Yeah. yeah, they they dance around it nicely. We have a friend uh, who has a costume company over in Jersey called Rasta and Pasta, and they do all this stuff. I wonder if they already have one on the uh, okay. on more the than likely. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I, I was asking my son's friend, God, two weeks ago. I go, and it was kind of like a joke question. I was like, So, what are you going to be for Halloween? Because I we're so far away. Yeah. No, they're they're already thinking about it. Really? I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like for me the day before Halloween. I'm like, oh crap, you know, what do I got? My garage. Princess. See, now here's a <laughs> yeah, guy who will spend a year getting yeah. his hair ready for his photo license. That's different. <laughs> and you don't do, you don't th- think of a creative? Co- I would think that costumes would be a thing for you. No, it's. Okay. I mean, I don't dislike costumes or costume parties no, I know. I along just... those lines. It's just not. I don't. God, I can't tell you the last time I actually went to a costume party. Wow. Okay. That surprises me. I thought yeah. that. I mean, I've known you all these years. I should have known whether you were that way or not. But uh, yeah. I, I thought that would be in your DNA. I spent some decent money on a type of costume I've always always wanted for years. One of those latex, full over the head things. And last year was like the worst Halloween to get that costume because nobody was doing anything. Right. You can like, use it this year. You can use yes, it this I year. I can use it this yep. year. Uh, Lena Dunham married her boyfriend, uh, Louis Felber, in a secret ceremony over the weekend. Oh. Ceremony. Ceremony. Uh, <laughs> the, girl's, the girl's star's relationship with the musician was confirmed in early June, uh, but she had hinted to it uh, in an April profile in the New York Times. So they got married. So she's uh, she did it secretly and unceremoniously. You know, I keep seeing her pop up. She's one of uh, Manson's acolytes in... Uh the uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lena Marilyn Manson for a second Lena there. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. When Saturday Night Live debuts its 47th season on October 2nd, it will be down a couple of familiar faces, but adding some new kids into the crew. Cast members Beck Bennett and Lauren Holt have exited oh. SNL. Beck Bennett's great. I love Beck Bennett. Yeah, so, but I think he's good enough or great enough, Casey, that he has the itching... To get into movies a little bit more. All right. That's my guess. I don't know how you guys keep track of all these people. Wait till you hear this lineup. Okay, yeah. so here's here's this scene. <laughs> so, uh, A.D. Bryant, Michael Che, Pete Davidson, Mikey Day, Chloe Fineman, Heidi Gardner, Colin Jost, Kate McKinnon, Alex Moffat, Kyle, Kyle Mooney, Ego in Woodham. Ego. Okay, there you go. See, uh, Chris Chris Reed, Cecily Strong, Keenan Thompson, Melissa Valsignor, and Bowen Yang featuring Aristotle Athari, Andrew Dismukes, James Austin Johnson, Punky Johnson, and Sarah Sherman. Yeah, uh-huh. I pretty much know I all know of them. All. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, any yeah. of them. Yeah. I, mean, I know a handful every, of those people. Every show, they open with all, all their names and their yeah. pictures and their video, and so you get does to know... Does that take 15 minutes? It does. It, it takes, takes a while. A while. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and then, with the and featuring. Yeah, and uh, you know Daryl Hammond does the announcement, so you yeah. hear it in a, a resonant voice, and you just get to know them when you watch the show repeatedly. 
Uh, whether Brian Davidson McKinnon and Strong would be returning to SNL for season 47 had been ongoing an ongoing conversation over the past uh, few months, with NBC finally putting an end to the questions on Monday with the release of that lineup. So they are definitely still in. Uh, the one thing that really has gotten me back into Saturday Night Live is, is my daughter, my oldest. And I think it's because it's, it's live theater every single Saturday mm-hmm. night. And so... You know, is it a comedy show? Is it theater? Is it both? And I think it's both for her, so we, we now watch it. And if we don't watch it live, we have a DVR and we'll watch it on Sunday. I tell you, watch the, if you watch, though, and, and we've been loving the clips of I Think You Should Leave Now and Tim mm-hmm. Robinson. and that. So he was on SNL for one season. Yeah. And it, like... He was doing stuff that SNL was too afraid to do, mm-hmm. and uh, and so a lot of times they there is a specific person that excels at SNL. They have to have a couple characters. They have a, you know they have to have those SNL chops, and not everyone has them. So I can't believe Kyle Mooney has been on as long as he has. I yeah. love him, but yeah. like he they don't he use does, him. They don't. But yeah. like when he does these uh, weekend update things, I'm like nobody's laughing. But I'm like <laughs> I think this is hilarious. He does the Baby Yoda thing, which I think right. is just amazing from the Mandalorian. Yeah. All right, uh, Kathy, is Sex Life that show that yeah. you watch, the guy with the big wang? Yes. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it will return for a second season. Ah. Yeah, they set it up perfectly for a second season. Isn't uh, his wang getting a, a spinoff series? <laughs> no. The Wanger? The drama stars Sarah Sahi, uh, or Shahi, I'm not sure how you say her last name, regulars Mike Vogel, Adam Demos, and Margaret Odette uh, will also return. Mike Vogel's the guy from Abington. Yes. Uh, so the executive producer and writer Stacy uh, Roigsire said in a statement, "Sex Life is a dream come true to create a show about empowered female sexuality that has entranced so many millions of viewers. is not only immensely fun but also incredibly gratifying." Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, do you get all that empowerment, <laughs> Kathy, from yes. the show? Yes. Yeah, look at the size of that guy's dong. She said, uh, when I think about all the women who have reached out from all over the world to say that the show speaks to them in a deeply personal way, I am so inspired. I'm thrilled and grateful for the opportunity to continue telling this story for Billy I mean, and for all of us. It's about her not really being in love with her husband and wants to go back to an ex-boyfriend who has a huge dong. <laughs> That's that seems, that seems outlandish. <laughs> it's yeah. funny, though. There's some funny, like, sex scenes with her husband where, um, you know, we're like they're trying. They're trying to make the relationship work. And uh, all she can think about is her sex life with her ex-boyfriend. Does, listen, I don't want to get too graphic here, but at a certain point, wouldn't he notice that there's... <laughs> If, if she's sleeping with super huge well, dog no, she's guy? not sleeping with him. Okay. At least not in the first uh, season. Okay. Uh, all right. So like, she's like she comes thinking. Yeah. My, this doesn't What's going on here? It's a little bigger than I remember. Well, she no, she's thinking about it, and she writes a journal in her computer, and he finds it. Does she walk around hunched over? Because we, we saw that guy's unit. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're ready for clips. In Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Eddie Brock battles a new enemy, the vicious and dangerous Cletus Cassidy. In this clip, Tom Hardy shares his excitement about receiving his first writing credit. I think it's just established that like, I, I'm, I'm part of the family of, of just in the collaboration of, of, of being in, in, invested within um, being responsible to tell a story, you know, for, um, so it, it's not far from what I do anyway as an actor. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, and it's directed by Andy Sirkis. Yes, it is. Uh, Let the Venom, Let There Be Carnage will be in theaters this Friday. Here's the next one. Made revolves around a single mother who struggles between living paycheck to paycheck, escaping a tumultuous relationship, 
and providing a good life for her daughter. In this clip, Nick Robinson talks about playing the emotionally abusive husband. Here it is. Sean was definitely one of the more challenging roles that I had taken on um, recently. It was just a, it was fun because it was such a departure from anything I'd done before, which is always exciting when you have the opportunity to kind of work outside the box or challenge people's expectations a little bit. Want me to wipe the leaves on your ficus tree, Preston? Um, Made will be streaming on Netflix this Friday. There's a good clip, by the way, for that. All right, and that is what I have in uh, today's entertainment report for you. Uh, we have a bunch of things to get to. Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, will be on the show. She's got her memoir out. We'll talk to her. Also, comedian uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton will be joining us. We have money to give away. And you know what else? We have the Many Saints of Newark, a screening tonight, a chance for you to go to that. And cool. if you are interested, uh, be caller number 10 or 11 at 215-263-WMMR. And we'll give you the tickets at 7 p.m. at the PFS Film Center. So if you feel like uh, doing a movie, you'll be taken care of. And, of course, it's the prequel to The Sopranos. So it is going to be opening in theaters and streaming on HBO Max on October 1st. That screening is tonight, 7 p.m. Like I said, we'll take callers 10 and 11. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going to get uh, Cassandra Peterson on later on, Elvira. Uh, also, Jessica Michael uh, Michelle uh, Singleton is going to be in town tomorrow night, Helium Comedy Club. We'll talk to her. Um, and, of course, the money clips are coming up. But I wanted to, to talk about this. This is, this is unique. So, it's always interesting what can end a relationship, okay? Oh, and yeah. We were this, just talking about this, yeah. This is one of the more unique ones that I've seen. It was uh, a woman on Reddit writing her story, and she's thinking of leaving her boyfriend because of how much he hates the actor Chris Pratt. <laughs> okay. Okay, and so, and it's not like she has a crush on Chris Pat, Pratt, and that's driving him crazy. He just hates him so much that he doesn't shut up about it, and it's driving her crazy. Right. Okay, so... So whenever there's an opportunity, or maybe even outside of that, he his hatred permeates their life together. Yeah. So, you know, it got me to think about what the... And, and I'll, I'll read what she wrote here, but uh, the, 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 the thing that can drive you crazy about somebody that's just like... And, and you want to leave him, but it doesn't make sense. It's just, I, I don't know. Let me hear, let me read this story. Yeah, so, please. She writes that they've, they've been together three years and that he always, quote, hated Chris Pratt in Parks and Recreation and even more in Guardians of the Galaxy. And she adds that it went from bad to worse when he found out Chris Pratt would be voicing Mario in the new animated Super Mario Brothers movie. So this is just tearing him up. She writes, when he heard Chris Pratt would be voicing Mario through, uh, though, he had a tantrum where he ended up breaking his switch as a result. Oh, my God. His, his uh, game, video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried to calm him down, but he childishly accused me of supporting Chris Pratt. <laughs> and then she goes, I don't have a strong opinion either way. And then he ordered me to leave once I did not agree with his rants. And she wrote that she's thinking about leaving him because she is not sure if she can deal with his behavior anymore. And she asked for advice. So I can see, um, let me ask you, have, are there things that you talk about when you get together with other people 
where you'll see your wife's eyes roll a little bit or things that you go off Probably. On. There's nothing that, that comes to mind immediately, but I'm sure of it. Yes. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I have things I'm passionate about. Yeah, but you're we, not going to break up over it. No, no, no. And and it, it can be the source of like like a, a chuckle because I, I go off on my things, you know, whether it's, I'm very passionate about the, who's the best Batman, for example. You right. heard me talk about that. Right. Uh, but uh, I could see where this would be the case. My question is, it seems to be sitting right in that pocket of just annoying enough that <laughs> I, I I don't want to deal with this anymore. Because right. And then you start to wonder if someone's that fixated. Well, yeah. What will that you know, what will it end up being? This guy sounds like a loon ball. He like, sounds... Yeah. <laughs> I just made up that word. But, loon like, ball. I mean, yeah, he um, I you know, almost broke his freaking switch because yeah. <laughs> like Chris, Chris Pratt's going to be the voice of Mario. Like, all right, all right, first of all, who plays a switch anymore, you know? But um, <laughs> he, uh, come on, it's all about the PS5. and the, But anyway, this guy just sounds like an idiot anyway. I had a, somebody who I dated who hated the band Fish. And How did that ever happen? <laughs> I don't know. It must have been stunning woman. Um, she's a great person. Yeah. She just hated my band. Okay. And so I couldn't listen to them when she was in my presence. Oh, my God. I One time, we were driving. She was, uh, I was driving. She was asleep in the passenger seat. And I just ever so slightly <laughs> turned the stereo on. And I mean, she was fast asleep. Uh-huh. And she wakes up and she goes, turn it off. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> my God. So you're, you're trying. And did it ever get more than simply that? Was there was there ever a, a I, listen, I don't know a more robust disagreement over the band? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, right. And I don't know. Listen, I don't know why she hated them so much. <laughs> Uh, and wow. why she was so mean to me about it. You yeah. Because well, she was just straight and mean to me about it. That's not know? healthy. Yeah. Steve had thrown this whole thought out there. <laughs> uh, you know, people that are listening to our yeah. show right now, we hope you're, you're fans of the show. <laughs> um, but if you're a really super duper fan, is there someone in your life that hates that about you, oh, that they yeah. love our show. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You know it's got to be happening. I'm totally. Yeah. you kidding me? If you don't like, if you're, if you're involved with someone and you hate our sh- or uh, I doubt that person's listening, but, you know, you, you are connected to someone who doesn't like the show and this is a source of agitation. Yeah. yeah that's why you created the five-day challenge, mm-hmm. which yes. thankfully broke in our favor. Yes. And then also there's there's another thing. You, you can have, uh, like, if your significant other... Uh, has a uh, a crush on a celebrity or something like that. That sort of and, drives you, and yeah, it drives you out a of your mind. Fixation or anything like that. It's to to me. I can understand that. Um, I I knew a guy who was, and I forget who his girlfriend was into, but he was like jealous. And jealous. Would, okay. he, he would talk, and and I would and I would be like. There'd be a point in the conversation, press would be like, ah, and then they'd be like, oh, he's really jealous mm-hmm. of right. this person that is not in any way ever going to figure into either one of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it can get a little bit weird that way. Here's a text from somebody that says, I broke up with a girl for hating Jack Black. <laughs> wow. That's John from Phoenixville. I kind of side with John on this one. That, how know? can you hate Jack yeah. Black? How can you hate Chris Pratt? How can you hate. I know. You know how Chris can you hate Pratt? Chris Pratt? Yeah. Most likable. You just, you know, listen, you see dogs, man, they smell, they just don't like the smell of that person. You know what I mean? It's just, you notice most of these things, and maybe this is the case with the Reddit case in -hmm. in this scenario, these are, seem to be earlier on in relationships. You don't like, you know, it's it's not like it's on Golden Pond. I I hate Chris Pratt. You know, it's, 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 
you're you're earlier in a relationship where these things are you're saying, am I seeing the beginning of something I'm not going to be able to live with? Well, Chris Pratt, you know, it was a, a side character for a long time, and now he's just, like, busting yeah. onto the mainstream, yeah. and he's the, the lead in all these movies. So it's so, in his face. So now it's in his face. So what started off is like, yeah, I don't like that guy. All right, here's a text. Yeah. Listen, it says, uh, my wife and I both love your show, but... While I enjoy Pierre so much, my wife can't stand him. <laughs> because you like him so much? You know, uh, I mean, it could th- be. That's what I'm curious Sometimes about. Sometimes it could be a jealousy factor. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. There's a lot of there's a lot of texts coming in about our show, Steve. Yeah. A lot of people hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No. I mean, a lot of people don't, but, like, a lot of people do. And I was like, I'm... Okay, what do you want me to do? It's <laughs> my well, don't, job. Well, don't, do, don't do that. <laughs> well, you know that. No, I know. No, we listen to people. <laughs> what are you going to do? Here we go. Uh, I got a. This one says, "Where is it?" it says, uh, "I quit a job because the guy I work with hated your show and tried to fight me." <laughs> What? <laughs> what? That's great. So I left it. I got a much job. better job. It says best, best decision ever. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. Tried to fight him. I'm gonna fight. I'll, I'll take yeah. you back on the lot of you. I'll fight you. Yep. I want to fight, fight both of you. Yeah. It says some of the finest morning show. Get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Quality radio, you lush. <laughs> I went out on a date one time with a girl. This is after I got divorced and before I started dating my girlfriend. And uh, we were having a really nice time, but we ended up talking about um, certain movies. And she didn't get, nor did she understand, nor did she find it all uh, endearing raising Arizona. Oh. I want to fight you. <laughs> well, I didn't want to fight her, but I knew that there I wasn't. I don't want to talk to you. I didn't want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> and I knew there wasn't going to be another date. <laughs> I want to fight Get you. away from me. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, racing Arizona, you, you, you don't like the Cohen brothers? You lush, you crumb bum. By myself, I'll take yous physically. <laughs> the auteurs of independent filmmaking? I'll take yous. Uh, Spiritually and sexually. Hang on, let me go to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Hey, good morning, it. Hey, what's, uh, good morning, it, Paul. What's up, man? Hey, and my life, everything revolves around Seinfeld. Like every day, it's like you have to crowbar a Seinfeld reference in somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and it's like, and my wife is like, uh, and says to my daughter, uh, you don't get it, it's a Seinfeld reference. She's, and it's like they always roll their eyes. It's like, it's like everything I say has to revolve around Seinfeld. It's like, so you say, hey, it's like, hey, giddy up, get going. It's like, uh, and, like so, and so she, re- so you broke up? No, uh, well, it's like annoying in my household. It's like, okay. uh, it's like, yeah, everything I say has to be Seinfeld. And it's like, and I say, oh, don't you remember when this, this, and this? Wait, <laughs> I don't understand. Are you the one referencing Seinfeld or the people around you are referencing Seinfeld? I, everything I say, oh, this is the time if something happens in our lives. It's like, oh, remember this time when Jerry did this? Or, <laughs> oh, when Kramer did this? It's like, no, we don't know what you're talking and, about. And so they're, they're, they're just sick of it. They're tired of it. Right, they're I can understand that. It's like. That was so 1990. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an older show. I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was like um, after, you know, there have been things like that throughout our existence, pop culture comedy-wise, but when people were doing Austin Powers yeah. impressions, when they were doing Borat Borat, I was going to say Borat. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, I, Paul. I can, I can see that. Uh, let's see. There's some uh, texts coming in. Uh, Casey, this says, uh, don't worry, Casey, a lot of people hate Kathy, too. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, okay. here, this one says, your show was cited in my divorce because I talked so much about you guys. <gasps> no, no, that's awesome. 
Oh, uh, please. Call in. Please call in. Yes, yes, you need to call. Oh, that's hilarious. I'd um, love to see the legal documents pertaining to that. Another one says... Like the court, we go, oh, okay, we understand. Last week, my boyfriend finally told me he doesn't like The Doors, one of my top bands. Ooh. Uh, that can be tough when you you know when you have to admit to someone that you don't like what they really love well i'm thinking i'm thinking with casey i mean yeah. fish is an integral part of who you are yeah my wife and she will now she admits to it she she considers your average after school special to be far too violent and yet she was coming over on dates to my house, and we were watching Die Hard. And she was, this is great. She must and really like, liked you. Yeah, well, that's, I took it as a good compliment. But I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, it's funny. She hates horror. She hates, yeah. Yeah, when I was uh, first dating my wife, I essentially, I was like, okay, here's all the things that my ex-girlfriend hated about me. Right. And this is so I was like. This is all, you know, I'm like, this is it. Take it or leave it. And she was like, all right, I'll take it. You know, like, did, did, I, I, so did you just kind of list? Did you just go, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? Well, it wasn't so much like that, but it was in conversation. Okay. You know, um, you, you, you were digging. Yeah. I got you. You know, and I was like, all right, well, listen, I'm just going to tell you about this instead of you finding out about it on your own. <laughs> all right. Hang on. This sounds interesting. Let me go to Sammy here. Hey, Sammy, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what, uh, <laughs> thank you for calling. So, all right. What do you, what do you want to share? I got to hear this. I have been with my husband for almost 20 years now, uh-huh. and he literally hates everything. <laughs> Sublime gets him in a complete, like, rage. Sublime? Set up. All right. Okay, so <laughs> when, when he hears the song or when you mention the band or anything like that, just... It, anything. Anything. If you bring up the band, and even if you bring up something like Chick-fil-A, he gets so mad. Chick-fil-A? Why Chick-fil-A? Why Chick-fil-A? Because of the, some of the things that they believe in. But oh, their stance on homosexuality and things uh, like that? Yeah. Yes. But yeah. they also believe in delicious chicken. <laughs> they do, but he hates their chicken so much. Oh, wow. He's like, I'd rather go to Popeye's. <laughs> I mean. Wow. Wow. He's not wrong. Popeye's is delicious. It is delicious. So is Chick-fil-A, yeah. for yeah. God's sake. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> not a problem. Thank you. All right. We'll see you. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Uh, let's see. I will go to, hang on a second. Let me go to Shane. Hi, Shane. Good morning. Hey, good morning, it guys. Well, good morning, it sir. What's up? All right. So before I met my wife, I was on match.com and I was in talks with a girl and, um, she admitted to me that she could not stand weird Al. <laughs> like, like it, like he freaked her out or whatever. So to me, that was a deal breaker. I went to the next message. That was my future wife. As she like, so let me tell you something. I don't know if you ever saw the Goldbergs episode, but but a love of Weird Al became the uh, dividing issue before between Adam and his girlfriend at the time on the series. Yeah. So this exactly <laughs> the same thing. Weird Al is apparently our own Nick Murphy. I'm yeah, sure yeah, would be able to get. Yeah, right he would have to break up with someone who didn't like Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, and this is going to sound really really stupid, but uh, and it doesn't matter now because I'm married. And, yeah. Uh, but if I met somebody and suppose we hit it off on a date. And I found out that she was a Cowboys fan. I wouldn't. I that would be the end of it because I I couldn't risk the uh, the possibility that our children would be raised as Cowboys fans. Well, listen, so there's a quality of life issue Jesus. that you have to be honest with yourself. I know, about. Preston. If but you... what if Rochelle hated the Beatles? I. Uh, it... I like having sex with her and yeah. everything else that comes with that. I think I if, could get past it. If in the original <laughs> dating time, though, if that became apparent that she loathed them passionately, 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe. That, that, but you never I, know. Like, I think when you find that out yeah. later on, yeah. you've yeah. also Before been able you've to, had quite it, a... And you, but also, besides, you've hopefully found other things that you embrace about <laughs> the person. You're like, okay, maybe I can deal with this. Marissa? No, Casey, I can confer with this. I was hanging out with somebody, and I found out that he was a Jets fan. Oh. And I thought about, like, well, that kind of ruins half of my year, because Sundays... He'd be watching Jets games, and I'd be watching Eagles games, and he wouldn't want to go to Eagles there games. He go. went to Jets games, so that was like half of our social calendar. Or he could be away. <laughs> but the problem is, if you have offspring, if you have children, and then it's like, how are, you well, gonna how, raise how are we going to raise them? Yeah, <laughs> no, there are there are a few. Uh, there were some texts coming in before you even said that, Casey, that had to do with uh, the sports team. Like uh, this guy said, his uh, the girlfriend he was dating is a Cardinals fan, and uh, he might have to break up with her because of that. Do you remember the movie Diner? Daniel Stern is is um, has has to put his uh, fiance through a sports test. Between- oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. Is that Ellen Barkin? Who is that? Who's that actress? Uh, it was a different actress. She's in that, but um, yeah. yeah, it was a different. It's uh, a great scene, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm trying to scroll through these text messages. Nick, if you could pull yeah. up some ones that would be worth bringing up, I'm going to go to uh, Justin. Hey, Justin. Good morning. <laughs> Justin, you on the air, bud? Nope. Says wife listens to Joan Jett on repeat, and he finally snapped last night. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to hear that. I love Joan Jett, but I could maybe see that. <laughs> snapped. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We will go to Heather. Hi, Heather. DBH, man. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Doing bong hits and stuff. About 21 years ago, I dated a guy, and he was super obsessed with a band kiss. And I tried to give it a shot. I even sat fourth row at one of their shows. But he was just too, too into Kiss. And I'm the girl <laughs> who typed in, who texted in about the uh, the doors. My boyfriend just told me last week. And oh, wow. Really? Okay. All right. All right. I'm all right with listen, that. It's almost two years. But okay. you know that a quality issue, listen, if it's, if it's, if you're dealing with a band that provides kind of the soundtrack of your life, Heather, and someone... Um, this person you're going to spend a lot of time with loathes them, that's going to be an issue. Nah, because you know what? I loathe NASCAR, but I sit through it, and he knows it. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, there has to be some give and take in relationships Absolutely. Actually, most of the time. Uh, let's see. This one, I have a text message says, uh, one stop dating girl because she refused to watch anything animated. Simpsons, Finding Nemo, couldn't understand huh. that there are still characters and a story uh, viewed it as just kid stuff. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I'm not, I mean, I don't hate it, but I'm not really into animated stuff. Like, you don't like I would like only the Simpsons? Watch, not re- I never really got into The Simpsons, really? no. Okay. I mean, I didn't mind it. I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't, that wasn't like, I wouldn't sit down and watch that. Did you like Steamboat Willie, the original Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Uh, let's try Frank. Hi, Frank. You're on the air. Good morning. Jabroni. Cool Jab- word. <laughs> that is a cool word. What's up, man? So I had an ex who shall not be named, and she broke up with me because I wasn't into Harry Potter enough. And she shall not be, be named. named. Good reference. I like that. So really, you weren't into it enough? Yeah, she literally said one time, you're acting like a Slytherin. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. So yep. she broke up with me anyway. All right. So what? Wow! You're do, like do you do you simply do you simply like Harry Potter, but you, you didn't have the the requisite complete all consuming adoration? Yeah, like 
she would make references and they would just go over my head and she'd be like, really? You didn't get that? I'm like, no. Mm, yeah. I'm a normal person. It's no way because I'm a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way I choose to live my life. Oh, yeah. thank you, Frank. Chuck will reference movies. You know, we, we all talk in movie speak a lot. Right. And Chuck will talk in movie speak about movies. I'm like, dude, nobody saw she's having a baby. Like, <laughs> why, why are you referencing that? Like, it's yeah. kind of Rochelle sometimes she, she will pick obscure movies or movies that that we love that aren't uh, they're not Animal House they're not mm-hmm. uh, they're not Jaws they're not right. you know the big big blockbusters mm-hmm. and she'll throw well you should say that line and I'm like hon it's trust me it's not going to work it's from that's, the a movie. Li- that's a line for you and me yeah uh-huh. and I get uh-huh. it it's a little throwaway line from the American president or something like that <laughs> yeah. uh, this little cutesy rom com or something and it's it's not going to fly not everybody's right. going to get that one it's from the movie Carbon Copy right. <laughs> but when those lands yeah. land, vice versa when those lines land when yeah. some, when you get it when somebody connects with you on that that is like you oh, will bond with that person forever yeah, yeah. you you have uh, that, that's a special connection <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. she's having a baby is pretty good movie uh, okay uh <laughs> Yeah, because my buddy uh, last year was like, what are you having for dinner tonight? Hot ganipkinabs? And I turned around and I was like, meatballs too? Like you? Yes. That was a connection. That was a connection. Oh, <laughs> sweet mystery of life at last I found me. It's like the last line in that terrible movie. So that means that you actually had to sit through the entire terrible movie with an alien that's at summer camp. Sometimes uh, you have to accept that you're the only one. I, and I finally had to explain to you a lot of times. I'll just say, all right. And it's a line from Saturday Night Fever that is just this bizarre cutaway when Tony goes into his solo number. Yeah. It's just this bizarre cutaway of this one woman sitting off to the side. She goes, oh, my God. All right. And, and that because was. Because there's a similar line like that in uh, Wildcats. And yeah. I always thought you were referencing <laughs> no, Wildcats. No. Okay. <laughs> What's seen in Wildcats? I know that it's when well. her ex-husband yeah. is at the football game, and he was always an a-hole. And then yep. finally, the Wildcats are winning, and he's, and he's enjoying like, the game. And he's enjoying the game. He's like, "All right." And then she's like, "You know," he's like, "No, it's a really good game." Um, so I always thought it was from that. No, wow. See, you've been living the line. Mm. How about that? Yeah. But when uh, you go, that's mine. <laughs> that's know, uh, Christmas story. We know that. Yeah. Let's go to. Hang on a second. I will go to Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Kelsey. What's up? So I actually am a Cowboys fan, and I do apologize for that. But well, uh, you're to... from Dallas, right? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Kelsey, complete your thought here. We'll we'll work we'll with you. We'll dissect this other yeah. part in a minute. Um, it, I've been a Cowboys fan for most of my life. Um, and I had a guy break up with me, and he said, he's probably even listening, and I'm dying. Um, he, he broke up with me because he said he could never truly love me. Oh, my God. Because. <laughs> because I was a Cowboys fan. Wow. He could never really truly love her. Wow. Yeah. And, I, wow. and like Casey was saying, I think it was like, how would we raise, how would we raise our children? It's, I mean, it's a uh, legit Question and fear. So shallow. Oh Do you have the clip from the, from the Goldbergs? Yes, it yeah. is. <gasps> no. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're getting, they got they got into a fight. Again, this pertains to a, a fight. Laney's father was a big Cowboys fan. And okay. Said, how, how can you possibly? Uh, while I look for that, yeah. uh, Kelsey, are you married? Have you have you found a mate? I, I am, and he is actually a Redskins fan. Right. Wow, that's like, like even... Like, it that's like your real that's, enemy. Yes, yes. Like, that works for us. How do you so, guys possibly yeah. make it work? <laughs> it, it, it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's tough, tough at times, isn't it? They're in yes. therapy a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Sports are supposed to be a fun distraction, and you you share the the love of football. You would think you'd be able to get. Pa- it's not like you have different values. You both love the you sport. Love the game, They're just getting past it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I will say this: we we must be doing something correct in Philadelphia's eyes. Our daughter is an Eagles fan. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, it happens spontaneously. Well, that's also yeah. the, uh, another rub to that whole thing is when you're raising a child. Because uh, like, I have a friend who's who's he's from Maryland and he's a Redskins fan, and his son. Is you know he's a Redskins fan as football well. Club. So football what's that? club, football oh, club. Oh, sorry, yes. football yeah. club. Sorry, uh, Washington. No football team. Uh, he's a football team fan, and so his um, his son is one as well. And he's like the only kid in the class that you know. And so when you're coming up in school, you kind of like want to blend in with everybody else. What if your son one day comes to you and he's a very he's a masculine child, but he says, "Dad, I need to tell you something." <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, he knows better. Okay. <laughs> he knows better. Get out! <laughs> uh, he, uh, listen. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a hypothetical scenario <laughs> that he's throwing out there. He is, uh, he's like what if he came out of the closet to you? Yeah. <laughs> to, to, Dad, to I want to tell you something. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Dad, I want to tell you something. Yes, can't can't you be gay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I'm a deeply closeted Cowboys fan. <laughs> no, we both love the NFL, and I obviously love the Eagles, but I love other teams. I like other teams. Sure. I, you know, I like the Packers, and uh, so he knows the rule is, you know, anything outside of the NFC East is, is okay. Because okay. he likes wearing jerseys. He's got his Kyler Murray jersey and, you know, his Alan Kamara jersey. He's got all of But there's stuff. rules. But there are rules. Okay. Never a Cowboys jersey. Okay. Never a Giants jersey. Never a Washington football team jersey. And okay. that's it. All right. Our friend Meredith from uh, Helium, who represents the comedians that come into the show, uh, um, she said, before I met Brian, that's her husband, I went on a date with someone, and he said his favorite comedian is Carrot Top, and he had no idea who Colin Quinn was, so that was our last date. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Carrot Top could kill the relationship. Uh, <laughs> let me go to Katie. Hey, Katie, good morning. Dilly Bellotted. Uh, Dilly Bellotted. <laughs> What's up, Katie? So, um... I, my husband, every time I come home from work and we're sitting down at the dinner table and I say, today on Preston and Steve, oh, man. he takes this deep breath and he's just like, what did you learn from Preston and Steve? <laughs> like, to the point where, you know, I'll, I've like tried uh. to like hide it and be like, so I heard this story today <laughs> and, and they'll be like, let me guess, from Preston and Steve? <laughs> You know what wow. he, he loves you guys. He does. Okay, he just gets tired of hearing it yeah. repurposed through you. Okay. Yeah, I think he just gets a little bit sick of it. Do you know what though? Katie, it's it's what? nice that you're sitting down and having a meal together and conversing, and and if we can be the conduit of that, even if you have to sort of surreptitiously float it out there, it's still cool. No, it is. It yeah. is. And, and I think there's a little bit of jealousy that I get to, because I'm, I'm, I'm Katie the horse lady. I do. I'm constantly, I'm, I'm, I don't have anybody around. It's just <laughs> me and you guys. So, and the horses. So I'm constantly texting Nick and annoying him. And, <laughs> and so it's, it's like you're my family at work. Hey, this, and, this is our horse lady. Anytime we need an official horse lady. This it's, is her. It's Katie. Yeah. Yep. Do the horses respond or are you listening with a gear buds? Um, I have an earbud, but there's every once in a while I have had it have it on and I've spooked them. So. All right, and the, good. The chickens, the chickens like you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, we're big with chickens. All right, thank you, Katie. <laughs> have a good one. All right, we'll see ya. Um, by the way, we should have when we eventually are able to have uh, people back in our studio. We should have a morning with 
you love us, but your significant other hates us. Yeah. And, and bring, bring the, them both. Bring them both. Like yeah. an intervention. Have them come. Or, or just a, just a pleasant, uh, yeah. hi, hey, how you doing? Right. You know, a little, uh, let's let's meet and uh, I think we've had there. one or two of those over the course of the years. We've had people come in, Preston, and, and... Oh, there was a gal who came by one time. She brought her boyfriend who just hated me. Yeah. Oh, Specifically yeah. me. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Did you win him over? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. There's nothing like, you can do, man. It's just you can't please all the people all the time. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was weird. She and and I think I had reached out because she had said she had emailed me and I'm and I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm like well you guys should come in I'll meet him in person and maybe they'll I don't know. <laughs> Still don't like she was giving me dagger eyes all yeah. morning. Dude just does not like me. You know what? Like, okay. Huh. You were his Chris Pratt. I get yeah, you know yeah. yeah. That's it. it all comes back yeah. to that. Uh, by the way, here's a uh, text that says, uh, I once tried to carpool with somebody who told me they couldn't stand your show anymore, uh, so I told her, I can't carpool with you anymore. <laughs> here's another one that says, my husband, uh, Sylvester Stallone, hates Sylvester, or loves Sylvester Stallone, but I hate Sylvester Stallone, but I hate him. So when he watches a movie of his, I find something else to do. Um, so, yeah, there, you know, that happens. But this gal, her, her interesting scenario is that, she doesn't even really care about Chris Pratt. Right. But he is so fixated on hating him <laughs> that it's driving her crazy. It's no and way to live. she's thinking about bailing on the, uh, on the relationship just because it's just driving her nuts. Again, if you could think of someone who's like as pleasant and as jovial as Chris and, Pratt. Yeah. It's really I strange. It. So. I can see Stalin. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you for the phone calls. We appreciate it. Uh, we are going to take a break because we have coming up in a little while your first of many opportunities to win $500 is with MMR's Money Clips. We're going to have Elvira Cassandra Peterson on the show today as well and a few other things to sprinkle in there too. We'll come back in just a moment. Bizarre File is up next as well. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact Me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR Money Clip. Oh, God, I love you. Now, here's your Money Clip keyword. All right, it is straight up 8 o'clock, so let's give you that word. It is digital, D-I-G-I-T-A-L. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do that, by the way. Uh, you can text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. 
Or if you'd like to be entered for the grand prize, which is $10,000, just enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry is going to win that $500. It's our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, the word is digital. D-I-G-I-T-A-L. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by... Frolic's Farm Fall Festival. Families know that it's not fall without a trip to Frolic's Farm Fall Festival, kicking off Saturday, October 2nd, with a special appearance from Nick McElwain. Oh! Fun for the entire family. Frolic's Farm, far, com. It's a lot. Uh, for information. All right, I'm going to start with this, this story now. Uh, you, okay. All right. <laughs> these are just uh, both of these people. Okay. Or a piece of work. Okay. A Maryland man assaulted his wife after she FaceTimed to him while she was having sex with another man inside a car parked outside a Best Western Hotel in Pennsylvania. So she FaceTimed him with the purpose of rubbing it in his face? Yes. And then he came and beat up her. (laughs) But there's more about her. Okay. So, you know, it's... You never like to hear a story about a man beating up a woman, of course. No, it's horrible. But there's layers to the story. Okay. There's like l- well, there's more at the end. Okay? okay. So, upon receiving the video calls, cops say William Atkinson asked a friend to drive him to the parking lot so they could confront the woman, the victim, and her male companion. The duo Atkinson told police were egging him on during the FaceTime calls. When Atkinson arrived at the parking lot in Somerset, he struck the other man, and then the unknown male fled the scene. Atkinson allegedly punched and kicked his 32-year-old spouse. The beating left a woman whom Atkinson said was his wife of three years, severely bruised and bleeding heavily from the face, nose, and mouth. While Atkinson claimed to have only hit the victim with an open hand, a witness reported seeing him actively kicking her in the face. Oh, my God. Police seized Atkinson's shoes, one of which was covered in blood. Police did not obtain a statement from the victim, who was extremely intoxicated and uncooperative with officers. A 911 caller reported the assault told of hearing a gunshot, though no witnesses saw who had a gun. While a pistol was found in the van Atkinson traveled in, no magazine or rounds were in the 9mm firearm, and no magazine or rounds or shell casings were discovered. Hmm. A knife and a stun gun found at the scene belonged to his spouse. Atkinson was charged with aggravated assault, a felony, and reckless endangerment, a misdemeanor. Now, in 2016, the victim, the woman was arrested for attempted murder after an argument with her boyfriend ended in gunfire. So she attempted to murder the boyfriend that came eventually and beat her up? No, this is a different different boyfriend in 2016. Oh, wow. Uh, The man was not hit when uh, she fired a single shot inside a residence in Cumberland, Maryland. The woman subsequently pleaded guilty to reckless endangerment and was sentenced to two years of probation. So This is just like Bridgerton. This is one of these couples that uh, it sounds a little insane, man. So, wow, messed up. All right, this is uh, this is messed up too. <laughs> a Tennessee man is accused of taking his mom's body wrapped in a tarp to a hospital in another part of the state. <laughs> the Nashville Police Department says Thomas Henshaw Jr. of Chattanooga picked up his girlfriend on Saturday with the body believed to be that of his mother in his truck. The two then drove to a VA medical center in Chattanooga, stopped along the way for some food, coffee, and gas. Yeah. 
And when they realized that what do you the want, Mama? VA Medical Center was closed, they then began driving to the VA Medical Center in Nashville. They arrived at about 5.15 p.m. Didn't they eventually leave her in a lawn chair behind the house pressure with, <laughs> with a note? <laughs> and Henshaw told staff that uh, his mother had, quote, committed suicide and that he found her in a wooded area of Chattanooga. He also told his girlfriend the same story, but he later told police he was right next to his mother when she shot herself. Wow. Officials are still waiting on autopsy results from the body in order to identify it. Henshaw was arrested on several charges, including failure to report the discovery of a dead body. Oh, dear God. And evidence tamping. <laughs> yeah. Moab. Oh, yay, the... Yes. <laughs> and the Canaanites. Yes. Canaanites. The, uh... All right, let's go. Uh, an Altoona woman is facing assault charges after she allegedly attacked her boyfriend with a metal bat, police Man, say. This is a bad, bizarre file for love. Uh, when police arrived at the residence, they saw the injuries uh, the boyfriend sustained from the incident. Uh, Alyssa Franz became angry after she got a Facebook message from her boyfriend about their relationship. I think he maybe changed their status. I don't know. Her boyfriend told her to just ignore and forget the message, but instead she grabbed a metal Little League baseball bat and started smashing his personal belongings. Perhaps she doesn't know what ignore means. She then approached him and swung the bat, hitting his left arm and hand. Jeez. Uh, when he left the house to call 911, Franz followed him. She grabbed him by his shirt and proceeded to rip at it. She also scratched him on the right side of the neck underneath his nose with her fingernails. Uh, Franz is currently awaiting a preliminary hearing. Yeah, They can all date each other in this thing. All right, and then one last story. An unruly passenger on a JetBlue flight from Boston to San Juan, Puerto Rico, was arrested after he allegedly choked a flight attendant with his necktie while trying to force his way into the plane's cockpit on Wednesday evening. You're not allowed to go in there. I don't know if he was aware. You're not. Yeah. Khalil Eldar. Just taking a peek. Reportedly became agitated after a cell phone call he tried to make did not go through. Shortly after, he rushed towards the cockpit of Flight 261, yelling that he wanted to be shot in Spanish and Arabic. Oh, my God. A flight attendant opened the cockpit door, and Eldar had uh, proceeded to choke her with his necktie. Jeez. Uh, He then tried to break into the cockpit. Eldar kicked the flight attendant in the chest while he tightened the necktie and stopped the crew member from breathing. Uh, he was restrained by six or seven crew members using neckties, flex cuffs, and seatbelt extensions. Everybody had ties they were yeah, using. Yeah, dude, uh, the masking tape, or was it the, the, the large packing tape that they used on the one guy? Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, Eldar was arrested in Puerto Rico after the flight had landed and faced at least one federal charge of interference with a flight crew member. And he is uh, still in custody in Puerto Rico, by the way. Wow. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Some insane uh, stuff. We have a guest to speak to. Yes. Oh. Speaking of insane stuff that's going on, the Bates Motel. Yeah. Back up and running. It's the big friggin' deal this week. Uh, we have a special where you can get two general admission tickets to Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions for 50 bucks. Uh, and there's a guy that we go way, way back with who's on the line. Yeah. Uh, he's the namesake of the place, Randy Bates. Hey. Of Bates Motel, Randy. Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? Good, man. How you been? It's been a while. Doing great. Doing great, man. I'll tell you what. The weather out here is absolutely stunning. Oh, yeah. It's, I Amazing. think, listen, you don't want to jinx it, but you've got flawless weather, for especially for what you guys are doing out there, which is the award-winning best-in-the-country horror attraction. So uh, we wanted to ask you, Randy, the walk-through hayride. What's going on with that? What have you done this year? 
Well, I'll tell you what. Um, last year, we changed the hayride to a walkthrough because of COVID. You, know, you can't social distance on a wagon. Right. And uh, people came back and they said, you know what? You're sitting on a hay wagon. You can see about 45 degrees mm. each direction. That's it. Right. When you walk through it, 360 degrees, you see everything. Nice. You get the full experience. And they really dig it. They loved it. All right, so, so how, how, how does that work? Do you just, um, uh, do they have like a guide walking them through or do they just uh, meander about on their own? They walk right through on their own. We walk, <laughs> ask them how many people, how many people is in your group? Uh, we've got five, uh, five of us. And uh, here you go. Let me tell you something. It is it is a sensational, theatrical, Universal Studios level hayride. But you take that away and you have this long sort of leisurely walk through these woods with what you have out there. It's going to be scaring people crapless. They love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, the feedback has been great. The only problem is. You get a couple of people that are kind of like me, you know, they're in their 60s, they're a little <laughs> overweight, and they got to walk up this one hill. So my, my guys put a sign up, they call it Asthma Hill, find a medic. <laughs> Asthma Well, hill. you know what? Preston always brings up the fact that years ago, when you just started with the hayride and everything, we walked through. In the daytime. In the daytime, and yeah. Preston, you said you were terrified. Oh, I hated it in yeah. the daytime. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I hate that stuff, but yeah. but I appreciate what you do because uh, people love it, man. They have so much fun with it. And besides that, the the walk through through attraction, uh, you got the Bates Motel. What, what else is out there, uh, Randy? Uh, we've got the Revenge of the Scarecrows Corn Maze, so they walk through that. Uh, the other thing we're doing this year, which is really cool, is uh, we're doing a zombie hunt in the Bates Motel, the full full Bates Motel, uh, with all the props and the sound effects and everything going. With 25 live zombies in there, uh, you get to go grab a, a, a laser tag gun, walk through, and hunt the zombies in the Bates Motel. So you guys, that's, you, that's you, happening. This, that's happening uh, this week, uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday, and next uh, Monday through Thursday as well. So you go through the whole purpose is, uh, is to go hunt the zombies that are in the Bates Motel, and you have a laser tag gun that you use to do it. Exactly. Wow, that's Very pretty cool. cool. Nice. Yeah. All right, and uh, what are the hours uh, right now, Randy? Uh, well, the zombie laser tag is uh, 6.30 to 8.30, and then uh, the Bates Motel is uh, 6.30 to uh, 10, 10.30. And that's uh, Monday through Sunday, or what? We're going to be open this weekend, uh, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of October. Okay. And then starting on uh, the October 8th, we run every night through Halloween. I would say this, uh, jump on this weekend, because the oh. weather, Preston, you just gave a, a flawless fall um, weather forecast. Perfect. Uh, it's the perfect way to, to kick off October. Yep. Saw that. Saw that. Yeah, the other thing is, Preston, I understand you're really into the escape rooms. Yeah, big time, and, man. Hey, you know what? we got four world-class escape rooms in Westchester. you got to come out and try I'm, I'm going to. We did the submarine one, uh, and so I want to uh, I want to try the other ones out for sure. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Excellent. So I, I, uh, count me in on that, Randy, all right? There you go. There Excellent. You go. Well, the big freaking deal is happening right now, and it's uh, 50 bucks. You can get two general admission tickets to Bates Motel and the Haunted Attraction. So, all right, Randy, have a great season. I'm sure we'll see you, okay? You got it. Talk to you soon. All right, see you. Randy yeah. Bates. What an empire he's built over there. Oh, my God, yes. But it is so intrinsically fall and Halloween. I mean, they just nail it. I remember when Randy was was telling us, uh, you know, because they were were a farm, uh, and at some point, 
the haunted attraction started <laughs> overtaking the farm yeah. in in uh, the the revenue. Yeah, and, and this is like, early on, and he's like, "We are putting all our efforts into this now." Right uh-huh. here, you go, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's you can make a living off of it. All right, listen, we got to take a break, but you still have a little under three minutes to get that word to us for the money clip. It is digital. That is a word: d i g i t a l. So you can text that, or you can enter it through the app or WMMR.com. But we got 500 bucks up for grabs, so digital. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is Jason with Return the Page Bookstore. We are a family-run bookstore located in the Williamstown Farmer's Market, right off the Black Horse Pike in Williamstown, New Jersey. Stop in and browse our books and gift items or pick up a gift certificate for the holidays. For more details or to order online, visit returnthepage.com. That's R-E-U-R-N-T-H-E-P-A-G-E.com. We look forward to seeing you. Next message. Good morning from Eastern Solar Glass Window Films. Do your windows need a pair of sunglasses to keep the heat and glare out and stop the sun from fading your interiors? Does your school or facility need added security on the windows and doors to protect from outside dangers? Are you sitting in a glass office and need to add privacy, security, or just some pizzazz? If you said yes, Eastern Solar Glass Window Films, located in the tri-state area, has a solution for you. Find us at easternsolarglass.com or follow us on Facebook. Have a great day. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. There's another one. Uh, Hey, I wanted to mention something Kathy had brought up yesterday. So... Yesterday we did a Space Cowboy segment. We were uh-huh. talking about some uh, celestial things that were taking place. And uh, there was potential for electromagnetic activity in the atmosphere. And very, very minor chance that we might get a look at the Aurora Borealis. At least maybe even further north of here. But I didn't see any follow-ups to that. I didn't hear anything yes. about it. <laughs> but Kathy was had brought up something yesterday um, because some people will, will plan trips like Claire did, Steve, yes. your wife. Uh, to go and see something like the to see the Northern Lights, yeah. And Nick, you went to Iceland in and, the hopes. And my our trip was a failure because we went there. I mean, it wasn't a failure. It was it was actually a great trip, but we didn't get to see the Northern Lights at all. We went in March to Iceland specifically to see the Northern Lights, and that ended up not happening because of the weather. And then Kathy had said, "We need to talk about this sometime." If if you've specifically planned a vacation around something, and that something doesn't happen, are you talking about Kathy? Something that relies on nature uh, to yeah yeah or what yeah whatever but I mean nature would probably be the biggest one now I I went to uh, the island of Capri and I didn't specifically go there for something but there was one thing that I could not wait to do when I got there and it was like a big part of the trip and because the water was too rough we couldn't go you go oh. into these I forget what they're called so the caves right the bl- isn't the grotto the blue grotto oh, the, that's it right. the blue yeah. grotto yes and um, because the, you don't stink the the waves um were too high when you go in. I mean, you literally, you're in like a teeny boat and you have to duck down. Like, that's yeah. how low it is. And because there was waves, you would have gotten your head chopped off if you tried to go through. <laughs> that would be a bad vacation. Yeah, and we were there probably three or four days and every day we would go to the front desk and we'd be like, how's the water? Can we do it? And they're like, nope, sorry. And well, so we never got to do it. All the way over to Italy and never got to do it. Yeah, so well, there's stuff like that just in general. I, I, like, people have gone to, like, national parks only to find that they're closed. 
Yes. Or, look, Wally World is a perfect example. Well, there's a... There's another movie example yeah. for you. There's a movie called The Bucket List, and Morgan Freeman's character wants to see. Um, he wants to see um, uh, the Himalayas. He wants right. to see, damn it, uh, Mount, Everest. Uh, Mount Everest. Yeah, and they get there, and and they're going to die within yeah. a few months if they have cancer. It's part of the the plot of the movie. And they get there, and they're like, uh, uh, "Well, okay, we got bad news, but uh, you know, there's a, there's a storm, uh, and we have worse news. What's worse news? Well, uh, it's going to leave next year." You know, so it's like you're you're screwed. Like there's no chance right, of, of right. getting to see the one thing that you need to see. What about if you like if you go on safari in Africa and you don't see any of the big animals? Oh, right? I know that's happened. Yeah. That's and then that's you know. Listen, there's um, wolf tours in uh, Yellowstone. Like you can go to Yellowstone National Park and uh, go on these specific tours to try and see wolves, right. packs of wolves, and not see a damn thing. So a bird, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, we did a, a whale watch this summer, and we didn't see any whales. You know, but like, it's a letdown. It's well, yeah. I don't know why I even expected to see any. That's where they but, live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, we saw dolphins up close, which was neat. Yeah. But like, you know, they uh, ended up seeing whales like a week later uh, on the same whale watching thing that we did. I've I've had pretty good luck on those yeah. things. It's rare that you uh, and, and there's nothing that's profound that's coming to mind where I'm like, oh man, we we came here specifically for this. Yeah, and and, and couldn't see it. But to me, I know stories of people who have spent. There's the focus. We're going to go see this. Or they go and what they're looking. Well, people have traveled like to see the Matterhorn or something. And, and then it's cloud covered and you can't see. You mm-hmm. know, th- that sort of stuff happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's examples. I mean, and sometimes it's not, you know, yeah. uh, nature. It's man man issues. Here's one that says, we went to Niagara Falls, drove all the way up there. Mm-hmm. And the Maid in the Mist was closed. <laughs> oh, yeah. that sucks. I mean, that's what you have to do, the Maid in the Mist. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's see. There's yeah. There's lots of texts coming in. They're flying in right now. Uh, went to the Florida Keys on our 25th. Didn't get one day of sunshine in the oh. sunshine state. That sucks when that happens. I mean, you can deal with that, but when it's the one thing you know that you went there for, and it's your purpose of that trip, and yeah. it just doesn't happen, that has to be the worst. I had a friend that went to like one of those. Uh, maybe it was like Bora Bora, one of those places where you stay in a hut in the middle of the water. He right, did it for their right. honeymoon. It was beautiful, you know, crystal turquoise water, and they didn't. It rained the entire time. He's like, we literally sat in the hut the majority of the time and looked at the rain on the water. He's like, we were so bored. That <laughs> sucks. All right, here's one. Okay, this uh, interesting. And, and when sometimes it's it's if you get disappointed, then it's your own fault because it's a real crapshoot for something like this. It says two summers ago, I went tornado chasing. <laughs> well, <laughs> with a tourist group out of Oklahoma, and South Dakota, and right. Kansas. Uh, there were great clouds and wonderful storms, but I never got to see a tornado over two weeks. Trip cost me over three thousand dollars. Wow! And I was pretty disappointed, but it wasn't the fault of the tourist guide. It was just crappy, unlucky chance. Yeah, yeah that. That and the aurora borealis and stuff like that. You're taking that's it, the everything has to align perfectly. For and that, that and you know it's going to be a crapshoot. How wild that they go that distance to go tornado watch, and we, we're having them here now. Yeah, uh, here you go. Let me go to Chip. Hey, Chip. Good morning. Good morning. How what? are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Chip? I uh, just wanted to say, I uh, me and my wife planned a honeymoon and to Hawaii. And the goal was to see the lava. Right. And we never got to go see the lava because there was an earthquake three months before which stopped the lava flow. It stopped the lava flow. You you mean the volcanoes shut off before you got there? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. at least you're in Hawaii. Yeah, so, yeah that yeah. doesn't hurt. Yeah, that was the good part. There we're are other Hawaii. things to do <laughs> and see while you're there for the, sure. Uh, Thanks, the volcanoes man. are not working today. <laughs> yeah, the maintenance issues. But it's like if you go to see, all right, uh, what, what are uh, nature things happen? Like, uh, like uh, you know. Old Faithful, maybe? Old Faithful, or, or, old faithful or when, the, when those bats come flying, you know, when those oh, like. Uh, m- under the bridge. In, in, uh, thousands and thousands right, of yes, bats come in. Yeah. You know, and you're sitting there any minute now. Any minute. Any minute. Any minute. And it just doesn't happen. Old Faithful, you can count on. I mean, that's why it's called Old Faithful. But, yes, that would be a natural occurrence. Some, A lot of those um, geysers uh, are unpredictable. And they, they're like, some of them don't erupt for seven, eight years or right, something like that. Right. When they happen and you happen to stumble across them and you're like, oh, my God, we were here for a very rare event. Right. That's pretty damn cool, too. Right. Hard to plan for something like that. Yeah. Let me go to uh, Lori. Hey, Lori, good morning. Hi, Lori, you're on the air. She had, she had a volcano story, too. Morgan? Morgan? Morgan. Hey, Morgan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, my now husband and I planned this big trip to Nicaragua. It was like we weren't even going to have a honeymoon because this was going to take all of the money. And the plan was for him, he was going to propose on top of a volcano that hadn't been active in, in several years. Right. We get there and all of the volcanoes in the area have gone active and you can't go up on any of them. Because there's the chance that, like, the one we were going to climb doesn't often erupt, but it'll cause earthquakes. And they've had people fall in and die. Oh, oh okay. So then you probably would want to skip that. Yeah, probably not where you want to sort of, you know, confess your love. Well, you um, you, have, as, you have the flip side of the coin. You're active. Your volcanoes became active while the Hawaiians. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it was it was still beautiful and a worthwhile trip. But, um, you know. Being proposed to at the base of the volcano doesn't have the same ring right. to it as, like, from the top. And the continental breakfast at the Ramada isn't quite the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, I hear that. All right. Thanks, uh, Morgan. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, right. in many cases, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a massive vacation, but if you go just to see something and, and it cl- cloud cover mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, that I would love uh, in my bucket list would be able, I don't need to climb it. I just would like to see Everest from afar. Yeah. And 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 you can, you, you know, but you also can go there and not see it because exactly. of the weather. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, do you take the risk? Yeah. And I how think, long are you willing to hang out? I think that happens in uh, in Denali in Alaska quite a bit. Yes. People go up there and it's, you know, I don't think you can get unless you're going to hike it, get very close to it and you have to you go to these observation decks, you know, tens of miles away and Steve, yeah, same kind of thing like you can get all the way to the middle of Alaska and not right. even see the mountain that you're there to see in the first place. Uh Marissa? Yeah, when the Phillies were in the playoffs in 2019 or 2009, I wish it was 19. Um <laughs> my friend and I planned like an 18-hour trip trip to fly out to the Phillies Rockies game. We get there on Saturday. It was snowed out. In oh October, God! In October, snowed out. <laughs> and there's just there you nothing, go. nothing yeah. you can do. Somebody texted in and said, "I went to McDonald's to get a milkshake, and the machine was broken." <laughs> oh, man. That's. I think that's. There's something more to that. Mm-hmm. The first time we ever tried to go to Fantasy Show Bar, it was on a Easter Sunday, <laughs> and we drove all the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Easter Sunday? Whatever, man. It's just me and my friends. You know? <laughs> it was closed. Drove they all the way over. Yeah. They closed for religious purposes? Of course. Mount Ephraim, New Jersey. Yeah. Strippers have to go to mass. Bear in the air for you guys yeah. out there. 
<laughs> and another time, there was another fantasy show bar that was on Admiral Wilson Boulevard, and we got all the way there, and I realized I left my wallet at home. So I just sat in the parking lot while my friends all went inside. <laughs> like, I just, I'm they didn't, they didn't even here. bring you out they a, no. bring out a dancer. Hey, money? You, yeah. Hey, nobody had enough money. No, not my license. I didn't have my oh, ID. I couldn't I'm get in sorry. with an ID. Can you come no. out and dance for my friend? He's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> like you bring a plate out to yeah. a limo driver. Uh, you could go there at age 18 uh-huh. and not drink. And yeah, we have some of those experiences. That blows my mind. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. You would you could, you could get popcorn for free and Diet Cokes and sit at the bar. How you boys doing? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's how's that How's that Diet Dr. Pepper? What was the name of the guy, Casey, that worked there? That... I don't remember. Uh-huh. I just remember the shower show. And... I'll find out. Yeah. Uh, the sex, I, cool. I was in the Philadelphia Boys <laughs> Choir. We went to South Africa to sing in front of Nelson Mandela, and when we got there, he canceled. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> wow. You know how much money they would have had to have spent to get that to get the whole choir over there. And he was he had been booked on Celebrity Family Feud. And oh that's why he couldn't. Do that's it. why he did it. Yeah. Oh, oh man. To do that whole thing. Uh. <laughs> Survey says hyena. Oh wait a minute. Here you go. Bib, here, here's here's one. Uh, big big wave watching in uh, Nazare, Portugal. That's on that uh, that hundred foot oh, wave yeah. yes. show. So we went there, nothing. Preston. Like, no surf at all. That's another thing, surf, if you show up. Mind you, we were off-season when we went. We we had gone for the the Pearl, was it the Pearl Harbor? We were at the Pearl Harbor premiere in in, uh, Oahu, and I didn't know anything about surfing other than Waimea is where the biggest waves were. It's legendary. So me and Steve and Marilyn rented a Jeep, and we drove to the north shore of Oahu, which and is the other side of the island. We were on the south shore. What did we see, Preston? Dude, I'm like, we're driving by, I'm like, this can't be it. This can't be it. It was glass. It was glass. glass. It was, it was glass. more calm than a pool. <laughs> and, and we're like, you've got to be kidding me. Are and I'm like, serious? this can't be right. I this swear can't to be it. God. Big it was this Waimea Park right there. It was, there was, there was like no sir. Yeah. The winter is when the North Shore gets the uh, gets the waves, and we were there. Oh my god, that's so funny! I felt like such a tool. Man. I'm like, oh, bonsai pipeline. Oh, wait, see do you see these things? Wait, do you see these waves? You won't be you won't believe so it. The, the surf shops were all there. All the legendary places right. were there, but no one was there because that's the wrong time of year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's when it can happen too. <laughs> Which, by the way, so when you went whale watching, I always thought whale watching was more winter, right? Uh, uh, depends it depends. The, yeah, yeah, like yeah. where they're migrating and when. But, like, if you go off of Cape May in the summer, chances are you're not going to see a whale. If you go off of Cape Ann or Cape Cod in Massachusetts, you can see them. But around so, here, you're just not going to get them that much. Nick, you bring up a good point. One of the, the Probably the best whale watching time we ever had was going out of Boston. Yeah. And it was August. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I would never do. To me, that's like just throwing money away. Really? Like, you're never going to see a whale. No, no, you see them quite. I've seen them. Don't I've do it never, off Cape May. Even, so, <laughs> listen. Yeah. Listen. Uh, yes, there's a, there's a, a chance you won't. I would. It's you, my luck. I'm yeah. going to spend all this right. money. I'm going to bring everybody on the, the boat, and yeah. we are not going to see a damn whale. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's an entrance. It says, my fiance and I went to the uh, Sugadnese uh, River to see the koi. The fish were dead. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. 
Was it like a fish kill or something? Yeah, probably, maybe? Oh, right? God, that's horrible. Back in the 80s, the there was a gorilla living at the Philadelphia Zoo, and he was the oldest gorilla yeah. in the world. Yeah, and yeah. so it was his birthday, <laughs> and he died oh, on his birthday. He was the oldest gorilla Were you going in to see him on his birthday? My older brother did. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he went with, uh, with his oh, oh, parents. Did you say he gave him birthday punches? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He's dead. Uh, let's see. We'll go to JR. JR, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. What's up, JR? So I was in, uh, in work for, in Japan for work, and I just wanted to go see Mount Fuji. And, and the number of steps to get there were a lot. I had to take a, a bullet train to get to a tram to get on, like, a hanging gondola ride to get on a boat. And the boat's supposed to be in the actual lake that's below Mount Fuji. And, you know, I can see the shrine on the edge of the water that's supposed to be right in front of where you can see this, you know, picturesque Mount Fuji. But, unfortunately, it's all fog cover. So I, I can see in the pamphlet what I should be seeing, but I never actually got to look at it. There you go. That's a perfect example. And now I, Japan's on my bucket list, and seeing Mount Fuji is exactly something I would love to do. Uh, so, yeah, but, I mean, you get there, there's there's nothing you can do. Uh, if you can yeah. stay a couple of days, like we went to Switzerland, and we stayed sort of at the base of um, the Matterhorn, and so maybe there was one day where you couldn't see the top, but the other days were perfectly clear and glorious. Yeah, obviously, the longer you can stay, the more likely you are to see something, but a lot of times it's just one day yeah. trip that you're doing. Yeah. yeah uh, thanks, Ben. Here's a text that says, went to Grand Canyon in May. And we were snowed out. We couldn't see anything. Oh, in May? May? That must yeah. have been a freak storm. Well, no. No, the North mm. Rim doesn't open until after uh, Memorial Day. And so it depends on which part. Oh, you're right. I'm it's, thinking, I'm thinking. okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's higher the elevations still there. would have stuck around. Yeah, so, uh, but but <clears throat> you can get lucky and be in the, in the Grand Canyon on the South Rim and and, uh, and get down into the Grand Canyon and have perfect weather. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty high elevation, so they can definitely have snowstorms. Don't storms. they fill the canyon in during off-season? They well, try to. They yeah. cover it yeah. uh, because what they don't want the water to get too warm. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I love this uh, text that says, uh, this all sounds like an Alanis Morissette song. <laughs> yeah, isn't that ironic? Uh, let me see here. We will go to uh, Diana. Hi, Diana. Good morning. He's hey. black. Thank oh. you, Diana. What's up? I went from Philadelphia, drove all the way to San Diego to see the giant zoo that they have. Yes. It was 90, you know, 90% of the zoo the animals were inside because it was too hot. No, that does so happen. Hot. Yes, when it, it gets... It was too hot. They were in air conditioning, and I walked through that thing in like 10 minutes. <laughs> By the way, I, I found the San Diego Zoo underwhelming. So did I. It is I it's supposed there. to be a legendary zoo, and I'm like, you've got to effing be kidding me. Steve, there were more birds yeah. than anything. Listen, and I was there when I was in high school, and yeah. I remember thinking... These birds, this is so stupid. All I'm looking at is birds. I'm not kidding. What's going on here? No, but I, she hates yeah. birds. It was before. Yeah, like I've, ha- I guess I've hated birds my whole life, but I was like, this is like, where are the big I fun about the birds? No, but it was a huge letdown. <clears throat> hated it. it. Okay, hang on a second. Uh, which zoo were they at in the beginning of uh, Three's Company? Is that the San Diego Zoo or the, is it the Los Angeles Zoo? It's probably the Los Angeles Zoo. Okay. Because they were in Santa Monica. Is that where that was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. With a case of that's hers and hers and his. Three's coming to you. She pretends she's a flamingo with her leg up. Oh, my God. It's so adorable. Um, Priscilla Barnes. I will go oh. next to... Oh, yeah. Let's, let's get this one. I've... Hey, Mark, hang on. We're going to sing the Three's Company theme song, if you don't mind. Hang no, we're not. 
Oh, this is just the end of it? Oh, this is, it never oh, stops. It never <laughs> I forgot you did this. Okay. <laughs> Mark, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good, what's up, man? We were a family trip to Aruba. They sold us on a four-hour Jeep tour to see a natural land bridge. Okay. That had collapsed five years ago. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, <laughs> so they were scamming you guys? Yeah, they just totally lied. It was a family of four in a two-door Jeep for four hours. Oh, man. Uh, that we, sucks. We went on a, a, uh, a boat ride in the Caribbean to Starfish Island. We saw one starfish. Oh, my God. <laughs> you could see more on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, ridiculous. Starfish and, then, and then they told us it was because of all the tourists lifting the starfish out of the water that they all died, and so that's why we couldn't see it. Well, they, they could have just said you. Yeah. You, saw, you saw the starfish, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, there. You uh, got it. I have uh, Lisa. Uh, hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Lisa? So, my son is into cars and photography. Okay. So, he found out about this abandoned junkyard from the 1940s down in the middle of nowhere, Georgia. So, he flew into Atlanta drove two hours to get to this junkyard. How old is your kid, by the way, at this time? Uh, he was 16. Okay, okay, 16. All right. All right. We get out there. The camera's broken. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Well, the place was still there, right? <laughs> Pardon me? The place that you were going to was open. It was just, that was just a personal, that was a personal issue. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. But the whole trip was for the photography part of it, for school <laughs> and everything. But A, a big waste. <laughs> It was well. I, he had a great time, and we, thank God we had camera phones and we took pictures with our phones. But it just wasn't the same. Yeah, I think ultimately, if you can get Thanks. there and everything is as promised, that's that's cool. And, and, but when you get there and things like a volcano is closed for the day, right? Because it's shut down. That's that's different than leaving your wallet when you're looking to go to the strip club. When Carolyn and I last year went up to uh, Acadia National Park in in Maine. We knew that 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 part of the the park was going to be closed, but we thought that there would be some accessibility. But the, the we got there, and Nick, they have these things called the carriage roads there, yeah. and it was mud are, season, right? Yeah, it was mud season. But these are these are like gravel roads, and that you couldn't even walk on them. They wouldn't even allow you to walk on them. I'm yeah. like, so I was a little bit bummed out about that. We found plenty of things to do, and it was great. There, are, there are a lot of adventures. But I got there, and it was closed. <laughs> well, going to national parks, uh, or you know, in off season, there are advantages to do with it. You know, a, a lot Nobody's fewer there. people. Yeah, but um, you run those risks as well. Go like going to the Grand Canyon in May it could be snowed. Uh, hang on a second here. It says, uh, went to Ithaca to see waterfalls. Damn near died hiking up to buttermilk. <laughs> Finally got to the top. Hadn't rained in weeks. The falls were just oh a trickle. <laughs> That's another natural That'll thing. happen. Hey, there's, there's a great waterfall. You have to hike in about three miles, uh-huh. and you go in, and it's dried out. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, a tree fell across the creek. Have you ever had that, Nick? You guys have gone, you know, you've cha- you've gone chasing waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, falling uh, from them, too. And have you ever gotten there and, and it's they've been not dry, but dried up? But... We went to, uh, I think I've told you guys this before, but we went to uh, Cherry Springs State Park oh, in, uh, right. in upstate PA. And it's the best uh, sky watching, star watching in the on the East Coast. 
and uh, it's it's you know they go there for dark skies, and we went, and it was a, we we didn't plan it properly. It was a super moon, so it was a full moon with the brightest light oh. that the moon reflects, and and we couldn't see a damn thing. So <laughs> yeah, you could, like go to try and see the Milky Way, you know, and get some really good night night vision, and but uh, the moon's know. overpowering exactly. It. And yeah. that was that was the thing. Carter and I went to Wyoming, and the the one thing he really wanted to see was the Milky Way. He wanted to see the galaxy mm-hmm. because the stars. Uh, and in the West, out there, are so clear, and it was the same thing. Full bright moon. We're like, <laughs> goddamn right. moon! Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? And uh, f yeah. you, moon! Yeah, screw you. Well, moon. when we did the the Grand Canyon, um, there was no moon, and so we got to see oh. the night sky. That was the best. And you got to uh, amazing, right? Crap in a box too. I, I got to crap in a. Uh, I think they call it a groover. Yeah. yeah. Did you do giant, that under the stars? I did that. Did I? No. Groover no. on a Sunday afternoon. No, I uh, only pooped when it was uh, when the sun was out. Okay. When it was there's a, a rule. Yeah. <laughs> Poop at night. Not so nice. Hmm. He was trying to convince me that I could really do a trick I like think that. you could. Wait, no. And he goes, you would get over crapping in a box. Oh, my God. <laughs> when everybody, this woman that. puts her pants on inside out. <laughs> there's no I, way she's going to do that. I just think that, you know, there's a mindset, right? And when everybody else is doing it, like, you kind of get over it. Yeah, I just think that um, I wouldn't get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, I mean, out of sheer necessity, you would have to do it. You have to do it. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to see places like that that you've gone to, Case and, and Nick. I always look at his pictures. I do love it, but only if I could be airdropped in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Mickey next. Hey, Mickey, good morning. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air, Mickey. Hi, it's Nikki. Oh, Nikki. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We um, planned a trip all the way to Moose Alley in New Hampshire because I became obsessed with wanting to see a moose in the wild. Why don't you forget the moose <laughs> for a moment? Okay. okay. So you got, you're obsessed with seeing a moose. Seeing moose crossing signs yeah. in Vermont. And we drove and we saw moose crossing signs and we showed up to the border of Canada and we drove all along this road where there's hunting cabins and people telling us where to go. And we stayed a couple, we were there a week and we never saw one moose. Not one. Yeah, there a week them. in Moose Alley and never saw one moose. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we found, we found out that apparently moose season ends October 31st and we showed up November 1st. <laughs> oh, come on. There's a hard deadline on yeah. moose season. They don't give you a grace period? No wiggle room on Listen, moose season? No, there's a train that comes <laughs> and if they don't it catch that some. last yeah, train by the 31st. Well, boys, it's been a great season. <laughs> Everybody on the bus, I have the ledger right here. Where's Manny? Manny! <laughs> Mickey, I did the same thing. Nice. Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Didn't see the only moose I saw was one dead moose on the side of the road on my way up to uh, uh, the concert Maybe in Maine. Sleeping. But mm-hmm. when I hiked Mount Washington, I saw a a, a, moof, a moose moves. calf and and her baby. So that was cool. So Kate, cool. but Claire went. Uh, my wife went on to, to Yellowstone, yeah. and and there was a at one point there were people coming the other way on the trail that she was walking. They said. You know, it's a, a couple miles in, but there was a, a a mother moose and a calf, and she she tore out, and the rest of them did as well, and she got to see it. But I did feel a little bit ripped off that it, it wasn't a male moose with the giant antler thingies, right? You know, those are antlers, right? Yeah, okay. yes. I no, wasn't they're, sure. they're wings. Well, no, I wasn't sure if they had a special name because they don't yeah. resemble normal. You can call it a rack antlers. if you want. A rack, yeah. Nice rack. Uh, <laughs> let me go. Wait, hang on a second here. All right, this is good. I will go to Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Ma, turn QVC down. I'm going on the radio. 
I love Kyle already. What's up, Kyle? What up, guys? I do all the Caseyisms, and over the years, oh. I've spent some time in the studio. And I'm trying to get my brother turned on the show. I'm like, hey, you got to come with me in studio. There's always food, you know, and, 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 and you know, it's really funny. They always have girls from Club Risque and stuff there. So I take him his one day off. The guy works retail. He works like seven days a week. I bring him in. Uh, Nick was out. There was no food. And it was the one day you had male strippers. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Oh, my God. That's about right. Yeah. That's hilarious, Kyle. And by the way, Kyle busts his ass uh, coming up with Caseyisms throughout the year. He sends them to me from time to time. And uh, those are the best, man. I appreciate that. Hey, Preston, and that case of beer was awesome when you lost that bet about Bill Burr being the first guest. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yep, I was wrong. I admit it. All right, thanks, Kyle. We'll see you, bud. You know what one just occurred to me is that um, people will travel to see solar eclipses. And if yeah. you travel to yes. see a solar eclipse yeah. and it's uh, cloudy and you miss that, I mean, that's a lot of time and money invested months and months in advance to get to that place. We were talking about the last uh, solar eclipse and that there were certain prime spots for viewing and hotels were charged. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, extra money to make sure you got your reservation for viewing areas, and you could get there. And the, I mean, the weather could suck, yeah. and that's it. You're out. Oh, and it man. could be what? 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 What if it's yeah. night? Okay, here's here's the ultimate crapshoot and stupid thing. I remember when I was li- lived in Missouri. There's a fault line that goes through. <clears throat> it's called the New Madrid Fault. Okay, and it's never really been active, but. The size of it, if it were to trigger, right. would be catastrophic. Sure. Uh, but it's it's pretty much dormant. And for some reason, something or someone had predicted a very specific date that it was going to, you know, that it was going to erupt or become right. active. There right. was going to be an earthquake. Nobody's ever predicted an earthquake crack, right? Okay. <laughs> right. So all the news services from around the country sure. went to this podunk little town right. in southwestern or southeastern Missouri and hotels filled up and all this stuff <laughs> for nothing. nothing. Was there tourism Absolutely behind it? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was dumb. I'm like, that, uh, that I mean, like, if, 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 I, I was hoping. Where's my cataclysmic earthquake? Earthquake that day. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go next to, yeah, here we go. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. I'm going to go to Regina. Hi, Regina. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Regina? (laughs) All right. So back in 2008, um, my husband and I went out to South Africa because, uh, one of my sisters was doing her PhD studies there and she was, um, staying at a friend's place. So we go out to Johannesburg. Um, we go on safari all of the animals were sleeping. <laughs> were oh, sleeping. You know, I've heard that. You can we, see like lazy, the, like lions or whatever, just they're, they're, they're lazy yep. in the tall grass and you can't see them. No, we saw, right. We saw nothing except one elephant, <laughs> um, you know, and we're like the elephant should have been the easiest to spot. We saw one elephant in the trees. We saw wildebeest, um, but we didn't see, you know, the big five. Regina, then, what, what, what time of year were you there? Um, it was in March, actually. Okay, oh, that's sleeping season. <laughs> yeah, my wife is going. Yeah. My wife is going in January. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. So, what are, what are the big and, five? I assume elephant, lion. Uh, what else? Yeah, I think. Um, I don't. I don't remember. I think like tears. I mean, I don't really remember. Hippo. A long time ago, but whatever it was, we didn't see them. Um, and then the other part of that is that at that time, um, I had a couple weeks of vacation, um, and I was requesting another week. And my job said no, but then they gave it to me as soon as I got back from the trip, which took us 27 hours of travel from South Africa back to Philadelphia. 
So I needed that extra week, <laughs> but, you know, didn't get it till later. So uh, yeah. just, All right. you know. Thanks for Gina. Thank Appreciate sure. it. All right, Case, I got one last call to take. I'm doing this for you. Okay. This is Denise, who used to work at Fantasy Show Bar. <laughs> Hi, Denise, good morning. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. Uh, so, Denise, uh, w- when were you, uh, at what era were you working there? What years? I worked up till 2010. I worked in the office. Okay. You worked in the office. Okay. And what were you going to tell us? The only day of the year we were ever closed was Easter. <laughs> the only day. You guys were open on Christmas. Uh, of the year. It's the day Casey and his buddies went yeah, there. Yeah, we were there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, you, yeah, Nick asked, you guys were open on Christmas? We opened Christmas night. And okay. Christmas night. We were closed. They would have a, a Christmas Eve. They would work during the day and close at night. And then Whitney until Christmas night. And All what, right. what was the name of the longtime MC? Was it Larry? Yeah, Larry. Yeah. Larry was there for years. And it was Alec. It was one of the managers, Alvin. And what was Larry's spiel? Bear in the air for you guys out there. Topless and bottomless <laughs> Texas wild, but Jersey style. Yeah, I used <laughs> oh to work goodness. in the office. I, mean, I used to have to pay him. I didn't <laughs> you had just paid him. You didn't have to hear him. This is the, the couch dance. Couch, couch dance, dance puts you in that couch trance. Penny <laughs> Raid! <laughs> he had the horn. Thank you, Denise. Oh, he had a horn when he uh-huh. did the panty raid? Uh-huh. Shower shows, you had to pay extra for those. Oh, my God. It was a, it was a classy joint, Kathy. You would have <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I just love the fact Casey and his buddy pulling up in, in the parking lot. Easter. There's, there's no cars there. There's nobody here. <laughs> Let me ask you, were you Did wearing... We get all the girls to ourselves. Uh, were you wearing your Easter suit? No, I had my blaming pants on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really thin pants? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a family guy thing. Blaming pants. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's the worst when you when you pull up somewhere expecting, no matter what it is, and they're closed. I mean, like with the intention, a la Clark Griswold and the whole thing. Do you people even that's know what Easter's story. about? <laughs> right. right. What? How do you close on a day like this? Spiritual. All right. Anyhow, well, thank you for your calls. We appreciate that. We do need to take a break because we got some. Uh, we got guests coming up when we return. We're going to talk to Cassandra Peterson. Uh, you know her as Elvira. Yes. And she's got this book out, which is spilling everything about her life. So we'll have her on in just a few. And then after that, Jessica Michelle Singleton is going to be at Healing Comedy Club. And the money clip's coming up, too. Stay put. We'll be right back. It's MMR's money clips. I just won 500 bucks. How about that? Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip. You are now $500 richer, John. Woohoo! Thank you. Up to seven times a day. Why are you doing so well? I just won $500. That's what we like to hear. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs and then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Did you just win $500? Yes, I did. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get Get entered for the grand prize, 10000 bucks. I am so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. I just won $500. Yeah, you did with MMR's Money Clips. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Visit horizonservices.com. Thank you so much. Congratulations, man. $500 just for listening to MMR. All right, you guys rock. Complete rules at WMMR.com. MMR rocks. 
Next guest is ready to go. I love her. You love her. Oh, God, yeah. We all love her. For years. Yep. And uh, she's got a book out called uh, Elvira. It's it's cruelly yours, or yours cruelly, I should say. Elvira, uh, Memoirs of the Mister of the the Dark. Um, And, you know, we've we've caught some excerpts that have come out and some pretty uh, deeply personal. Yeah. And uh, as a memoir should be, but some pretty... You know, dark things and, and open. She's really open about this stuff. Yeah, so. I, I I admire that candor. I'm excited to have her on. Please welcome Cassandra Peterson to the show yeah. this morning. Cassandra, hello. Oh, hello. How are you guys? We're doing wonderful. I listen. Uh, we're we're huge fans of yours. Always loved your your humor, your sexiness, your energy, all this stuff. It's it's so great. And this book, and I and I've, I've been waiting to see your story behind everything because it seems like it would be chock full and no surprise it definitely is and and like i said when we you know started seeing some of the stories coming out they were the more salacious side of things which is what happens when when books come out and was it hard to sit down and open up about all of that really really personal and sometimes troubling things yeah uh some of it was hard to write um but uh i wanted to include everything i just uh People know very little about uh, about the person behind Elvira, I, and that is on purpose. I've kept it pretty private because Elvira is a brand that mm-hmm. I own, and I have a company that I run that where Elvira is, you know, the my main source of income. And I wanted to make pretty sure that I didn't. Uh, Blow that out of the water, you know? No, it's a, it's a smart move because, it, you know, people have had things. I mean, I remember years ago there was a legal wrangling. I think it was the actress who played Vampire. Or there was all this sort of stuff. And you were it maybe yeah. a little bit looked similar, but they were entirely different characters. And you obviously had the sense of humor and so on and so forth. But still, you know, people can get litigious about all sorts of things. And you ended up having to work through all that. So how long did that take to rectify that? Um, with the vampire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, it was such a bummer because uh, she initially had a job at, it, she, at the station. She would have been paid weekly for the use of the name Vampira. Right. Um, but she decided that she didn't want me playing the character. That that was the oddest thing. She didn't want a comedian playing the character. So <laughs> she wanted instead... The singer Lola Falana. No, no, Lola Falana was was great, but we could never. That would not have worked. I I know. I'm. You know. I'm just thinking. Okay, she wasn't funny. She was African American, and she was quite a bit older. She was around forty years old at the time. So that would have been an odd choice. But uh, but that's who she wanted, and she decided if uh, she wasn't going to play the part, and I was, that she was going to sue me. And I was making $350 a week at the station at the time that she sued, sued me and the station. And uh, I had to pay about $35,000 for lawyers to defend myself. And when we got to court, which was 35000 was $35 million to me at the time. I'm not kidding. Right, right. So I had to go out and borrow that money. And when we finally got to court... Um, they threw it out. They said this is ridiculous, frivolous lawsuit, and you can't sue somebody for looking like you. You can sue someone if I would have looked exactly like her and used the name Vampira. Right. Then uh, you could have sued me, but they threw the case out. Well, it's it's, it's and I crazy. I still have to pay all that money back for the loan. Damn it. Yeah. Well, you you, you, you <laughs> took it in a different 
a di- different direction. And obviously, you know, as Preston was saying, there's a lot of stuff coming out. You, you, you've been in a long-term relationship with a woman who has been a, a best friend uh, with, for you and, and uh, your, your trainer. And that, you know, we, that's been talked about. I ordered the book because I love these kind of things. You, you sit right in the pocket of favorite pop culture people and i've i've you know known about you for years and and you you worked with the groundlings and your your friendship with with paul rubens a lot of people you 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 are have you always been funny or did you have to develop a, a sense of humor because of all the stuff you went through you know i think i actually developed a sense of humor when i was a child and um, I was burned as a baby, so I was 35% of my body was covered with skin grafting scars. And I think somewhere around the second grade, third grade, I started developing a self-deprecating sense of humor to offset the bullying and the teasing. And your mother was, and, was particularly particularly brutal to you, right? I mean, she was... she. She kind of she, yeah. she she attacked, or at least not what you'd expect a mother to do to encourage somebody through that. She actually used that as sort of a, a cudgel against you. She did, you know, and and I always wonder why. But I do have to say, and I didn't mention this in the book, that my mother um, was raised in foster homes, mm-hmm. um, many of them, and her mother died when she was nine years old, and she was put into foster care. And I think that certainly <laughs> did something to her personality, you know. Um, but you know, so you you she, um, no, go ahead. You know, you you but you you grew from that, and and there's a, a motto that um, I'm I'm was you know reading up on you. Let your curses be your blessings, and that's kind of I guess is is that your personal life philosophy? Because I think that's as good as it gets if you're going to dispense life philosophy. Yeah, um, thank you for that. I, I, um, yeah, I hope that people will read this book and really come away with something besides a good read and a laugh or two. And um, I hope they'll come away um, thinking about that, thinking when there is something that happened that befalls you, if it, whether it's um, some type of deformity, physical deformity, or. Or you're just, say you're overweight when you're a child, you have acne, all of these things that that make kids feel like uh, misfits. Right. I hope that they'll come away saying, utilize that and, and, and make it a strength instead of a weakness. And don't let it, don't let it uh, deter you from accomplishing your dreams. It's a great philosophy. Cassandra, I want to ask about the, the character Elvira and, and you uh, and, and being two separate entities um is it kind is it nice to have an alter ego in the business that you're in where you can take off that stuff and be someone else and maybe be incognito amongst other people and not have to worry about being under the microscope all the time it is fantastic i tell you um i'm the luckiest celebrity in town on me and Wee herman <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah and and it's funny we hang out together a lot so in all these years, he and I can go out and be normal people, go go places. Uh, people don't recognize us. And, and in Hollywood, that is a big deal because I know it sounds really fun to everybody to be famous. But after a while, it gets really, um, you know, it really encroaches on your sense of pri- privacy. And uh, especially I had a family, you know, I was married and, and had a child and... Um, I was able to lead a pretty normal life. 
uh, go shopping, take my child to school and, and on vacation and never be bothered or followed by people or the press. So I really have the best of both worlds. No, it, it's the real. Uh, ooh, it, yeah, it's it, for me. It's cool because you have this, but you have this whole other thing, and I'm I, I'm forever fascinated with um, Vegas, especially the Vegas of of uh, of Elvis and and Frank Sinatra, and and you were out there, you were a, a showgirl from what I uh, Las Vegas showgirl uh, in yeah. it during that time, and in fact hung out with these people, and I I, I don't want you to give away too much about the book, but I, I have to ask, it, it, there's a mention of a very uncomfortable moment with Frank Sinatra. Is that something you can elaborate on? Uh, yeah, if, if I, it's okay to say that word, yes, yeah, <laughs> I think you know what it is. Is uh, that okay to say on your show? Oh wait, wait, uh, uh, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Is it rape? Not. Uh, let's just say he. Uh, I, I met him. I was on a date with one of the Osmond brothers. So bizarre. <laughs> and I was with him and his whole entire family, who were devout Mormons. Yes. And um, we met Frank Sinatra at a, a party for his daughter Nancy. And uh, Frank shook everybody's hands, but when it came to me, he just kind of stuck his hand in his pocket and uh, gave me, maybe it was a compliment, but it was certainly a, a backhanded one um, with a word in it that we don't want to say here, but you'll have to read the book to find out. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. that's enough. Mom and Dad, Osmond. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I doubt they'd ever even heard that word. <laughs> Man. But it was Frank. Yeah, Frank it's and the Osmonds. I, I don't think they, that's why the Osmonds were not part of the Rat Pack. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> um, wow. But anyway, you see, he insulted me in front of them and made me feel like I wanted to die right there on the spot. Jeez. But I was able to get back at him years later when he came into a restaurant where I worked in Hollywood <clears throat> and I was the hat check girl, and he checked his hat with me, his famous Frank Sinatra hat. And while he was at dinner, I spit in it. So, <laughs> wow! Don't no. mess with Elvira. All right, yeah. No, I, I I bought the audible version of the book, and because uh, I love listening to biographies, and uh, I'm looking very much forward to this. And so you did the you you did the narration on that, correct, uh, Cassandra? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. And I wrote the book of my own. I have to say, I'm going to brag here for a second. Everybody kept offering me ghostwriters, and I was really adamant that I wanted to write the book in my own voice. Sure. Because I'm a big reader of autobiographies, especially mm. rock and roll autobiographies. And I can always tell when it's the actual person's voice or it's a ghostwriter. And even though the book may not be written as well as a ghostwriter would write it, I like to hear the voice of the person come through. So, no, I agree. I agree a um, thousand percent. I, yeah, I, I, I love I love biographies. I, lo I love the uh, the rock stuff as well. So we're very nice. much looking forward to this. Absolutely, yours cruelly, Elvira. Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark. So, hey, congrats on on getting us out there, and uh, and we wish you all the success, Cassandra. Oh, thanks, you guys. It was really nice. It was a great interview. Thank, Thank you. you. Nice to talk to you, Cassandra Peterson. Yeah. Uh, and she's got some. I, I mean, you know, so she. It's already out in the news about the Will Chamberlain, you know, uh, assault. Yeah, and uh, uh, Tom Jones. They had sex, and she, he apparently unintentionally <laughs> injured her. While she, I think she claimed that it wasn't anything, you know, malicious or malicious. Right. 
But I, I don't. I didn't understand the Frank Sinatra thing. Did he pull his Johnson I, out I, or what? I think that's what he did. Okay. So so I'll have to I find. Thought he, I thought he called her something. That's what she was Maybe. saying. Maybe I don't know. He put his hand in his pocket then, though. Maybe he was. Well, that's she, how you sell books. But yeah. she said that Frank then referred to her as a something, and that's what that was the word she couldn't in say. In front of the Osmonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't do that in front of the Osmonds. Man, come I mean, on, not in front of the. Osmonds. They had just had their first cup of coffee. They were living on the. They edge. were living on the edge of Vegas. Vegas. We're going to go to Vegas and we're going to drink coffee. <laughs> All, right. All right, our next guest lives on the edge. She's doing her. I've just made that up. <laughs> oh, I don't she know. really does. Uh, she's uh, going to be actually uh, recording her uh, comedy album at Helium Comedy Club awesome. tomorrow night. Uh, she's fantastic. We would like to welcome Jessica Michelle Singleton hey! to the show. I I can't hear her, Casey. I'm sorry. She might have muted herself. Um, if you could check and see. She's um, not muted. It's okay. We'll get it. I don't see the mute. This has happened a couple of Hang times. Hang with us, Jessica. We just have to get our soldering gun. I could hear her fine before. By the way, uh, yeah, I, I think, is it, I don't know if her current album is going to be called. The, yeah, the album is titled Horny for Death. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the album cover, Preston. Which I, I know. She's yeah. biting on it. It's, it's kind of hot, actually, yeah. but it's except it's scratched in her chest. I mean, she's, she's, right, let me try. Maybe we can conduct this with semaphore. Oh, I heard something. Yeah, Casey unplugged yeah. something. He's plugging it back in. We can actually see Jessica. She's speaking frantically. She's trying. We can't hear anything. <laughs> we, oh, wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> hey, hey. We did it. We got you. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. They had to censor me for my first words, I'm... I guess. But I'm I'm alive. I'm good. It's very early, but I am happy to be here with you guys. We're, yeah. we're happy to have you on. I, 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 Casey had mentioned you were going to be on the show, and I'm like, uh, the name sounds for me. And I realized I've I've seen you a number of times. You're you're very funny. Uh, I, I like to think of you as deceptively. Uh, your your material can it can be very raw, uh, but very funny. <laughs> but you you have sort of a. Um, are people thrown off? I mean, I remember when Bob Saget years ago, uh, you know, was doing st- and no, and and so the the the, the people who were fans of uh, of his show Full House would go and oh, see yeah. it and be like, "Dear God, do you get that yeah, reaction?" It's, it's horrific. My children, I brought my children to this show. Right? Uh, yeah, I, I get. Uh, you know, I obviously don't have the Full House backing me up, but right. I get a lot of that. I'm very small and blonde and unassuming, <laughs> and uh, then it gets pretty uh, dark and dirty very quickly <laughs> but it's wow. it's it's sharp stuff and it's uh you 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 grew up in alaska i did it's a state of depression i like to call it it's a nightmare <laughs> uh thank god i got out of there it's, it's the, why is it even a state you ever look at a map of america it looks like america's tumor you know it's just oh boy it's rednecks of the north which i love but you, you, but, uh, the too race, cold, the, too cold. Yeah. there was always a pitch for it at least for uh, i remember years ago there was like a dating site that was actually geared towards women it talks about the ratio of men to women in alaska right oh my god they used to do like vhs there are four guys to every girl which <laughs> uh and they had literally there were vhs like dating tapes this was before yes. like internet with men with like these long muscles that's literally what you get it's like it sounds appealing, and then you get there and you realize you're just surrounded by, like, four alcoholics revolving you at any given time. And there's like, hey, you're pretty. Come to my cabin. You know, like- 
insane. That's like my mom likes to say, uh, there's a saying up there, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that. That's great. Did you ever That's have to great. deal with, uh, did you ever have to deal with, because uh, some people have issues with, um, you know, the, the, the sleeping and, and the longer days and, the, and the, you know, I don't know how far north you were in, in Alaska, but uh, did, was oh, that? Oh, yeah. It's uh, the, you have to black out your windows. You have to get like full blackout curtains or you'll go nuts in the summer. And then in the winter time, because where I lived, it would get down to like three hours of daylight and people just have these lamps. Yeah. <laughs> just sit <laughs> under a lamp to get vitamin D. It's like, wow. love to hang out, but not feeling good. Got to go sit under the lamp for a few hours. <laughs> no it's, the, well, it's like bears hibernate, birds leave, and people were like, yes, let's build a town here. This seems like a good idea. <laughs> Nature hasn't warned us that right. we need no, to we're too, we're too hey, stupid to pick up on the cues. Yellow quote from your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yellow quote from your mom, and that was funny. Uh, who who in your family is funny? Who is? Where'd you get the sense of humor from, or is it or is it is oh it... it's it's objectively my mom she is deranged but uh one of the smartest funniest people i know well i don't know for sure if it's just her i came from a sperm bank uh ah. so who knows maybe there's a guy with a real big sense of humor that he's like i'm gonna fill up this cup and spread my laughter around the oh world my God. Like, a, like a johnny Appleseed. Wow. <laughs> yes wait how's the plan how is learning that that information uh, it, it's a, it's, it's shocking. I didn't learn until I was 19, and it sort of, like, slipped out, and it was like, well, cat's out of the bag, and there was a lot of, like, well, this is messed up, but also my dad was, like, uh, an, uh, an addict, a very, very large man, and I was like, like well, <laughs> at least... Maybe I won't have a bad back by the time I'm 30. I don't know. He was like a, a uh, it was, It's very interesting. I did the 23 and Me. I found out I'm uh, mostly Jewish. All my Jewish friends were like, that's why you're so funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did you find any biological family members when you did that? Uh, distant ones on the website. And I went through one sort of like manic cold brew day of being like, do you have any uncles or anything who lived in California in the 80s? Sending a bunch of messages to strangers that are like, no, I'm just trying to connect with my my cousins. Kathy, I don't know what you. Kathy on the show found a whole bunch of siblings she didn't know existed. No, not siblings. Whoa. No, 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 not siblings. Well, not siblings. My, but it was yeah. my dad's uh, sibling, so yeah. it was it was un- an uncle for me. And yeah, the, we suspect that there's plenty more out there. <laughs> there's more out there. Yeah, there's those things will wreck your family. Like my, <laughs> my, I got my mom a kit, and then it found she found like a close cousin, and nobody knows. How, who and this woman's like I was adopted. It's it can really shatter your reality when you find out uh, everyone's grandpa was just uh, stepping out. Yeah, it's like a genetic, you know. Uh, let's make a deal, you know, behind the and you you run the risk of of because there you're right. There are equally as many stories of people who found out things they did not want to know. Uh, as to the people, no. you know, I found my twin sister and she's amazing. Uh, there's just as many, if not more, you know, I have a murderer in the family I didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. I got like a message from a man just named like the wolf shark or something <laughs> on Facebook. And he's like, I saw that we're cousins. And I was like, oh, yeah, With wolf yeah. shark. I was like, that makes honestly that if I think about my personality, that checks out. You know? No. You uh, wow. you have toured with and uh, a write with I don't know you, you seem to be friends with Melissa Villasenor and and uh, yeah how, how did you guys uh, meet and strike up that friendship? 
you know what? We, uh, she had started just a little bit before me, but we met out in Los Angeles at, at open mics way back. I write when she was, uh, did America's got talent must've been like almost 10 years ago. And, uh, and we just been buddies ever since. And when she first got SNL, I was helping her with, with ideas there. And then she just shot her Netflix special. So right at the beginning of, uh, of the summer, she kind of was like, hey, do you want to come on the road with me? I actually came through Philly with her in June. Oh. Uh, so I was I was opening and, and punching up her stuff. And man, I can't wait for everyone to see it. She's got she, such a great half hour. She's awesome. And you you two are, are, are I mean, even though she, <laughs> her stage show is, is more uh, impressions and oh. a, little, a little cleaner. Uh, but Very uh, different. <laughs> I was very worried. I had a very specific clean set yeah. prepared. And she's like, oh, do whatever you want. And I was like... All right. <laughs> and it, it actually worked. I think, honestly, people think if they have someone too different, it'll be weird. But the dynamic was great. Everyone after the show was like, oh, it's cool to get, you know, a little bit of your, like, raw, dirty stuff. And then, obviously, see Melissa, who everyone came to see, and her her un- her impressions are unmatched. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredible. Jessica, I, I pulled up your Instagram account, and uh, I was scrolling through, and there's a picture of you and Melissa while you were on tour. And you were uh, touring around in an escape camper van, which I've, I've looked into it several times to go go around out west. Um, were you living the van life for a bit, or were you, was that just oh, for the tour? It was for the tour. I, we still got hotels. We were very, it's very bougie. But let me tell you something about posting that picture, and you don't think, like, you really get an idea of how much of a celebrity your friend is. And she got like the, oh, I am a public figure because people <laughs> would just show up places where the van was oh, there wow. were notes left on the van i mean l- thankfully no creeps yeah uh, but if, if people were leaving flowers they were leaving treats for her dog it was very we were like oh yeah we can't hide from anyone well, and they make their vans really noticeable i mean they're designed to look that way and so uh when you post one of those photos on instagram it'll be recognizable and so if people know you're coming through town they'd be no they would know exactly what to look for Oh, yeah. And it was fun, too, like pulling into the hotel and there would be people like, oh, my God, it's Melissa. And it was just really, <laughs> really fun. But, yeah, there's no uh, they definitely make it so that you can lean out the window and be like, look at us. We're on vacation. <laughs> do you do you get a uh, I mean, do you get um, like groupies? Like, uh, you know, I mean, guy. Groupies? I get, the, this was what was interesting is seeing. Yeah, really like your material and how it affects the kind of super fans you get because Melissa couldn't have had the nicest, like <laughs> the nicest. They were the sweetest, right? Young people, people of all gender identities, you know, diverse. And I mostly get like toothless men who are like, "I heard you talking about your butthole," <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and thankfully a lot of like, and the women who I get are awesome. But it's always like the girl you meet when you're drunk in a bathroom, and you guys are like. I love you. And you oh. don't know. You just met. And you're like, we're gonna be friends forever. Blah. <laughs> I love. I yeah. I love that dichotomy between her, <clears throat> her, her uh, fan base and yours. But now you have a fan <laughs> who's you have. A, she's obviously intrinsic to SNL. Have you? Have you made any inquiries? Is that something that that I mean is? Uh, I mean, you do have a little bit of pull that way, and you're very talented. Oh, I mean, of course, I would love to be part of SNL, and mm. I've like. I've, you know, punched up some sketches and stuff for her and, you know, submitted for writing and we'll see. I'm right. uh, I'm very independent. Uh, I don't mean that like in a like, I'm an independent woman. <laughs> I don't have an agent or anything. I do right, kind of my own right, thing, right. which does create a little bit of a hurdle. But now that uh, things are picking up for me, I may just give up trying to control everything and 
go the route of it's like maybe and, I should have some help now that there's too many plates. To no, stand. listen, uh, I think there's like we were talking about the, the case of like uh, Tim Robinson who who was on SNL and now has um, I think you should leave now, which is uh, is incredible. one of the funniest shows. And, and Melissa actually commented on on one of the sketches yes. and just thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing she'd ever seen. And sometimes SNL. You know, if you stop at the, Ben Stiller was on for like half a season and it yeah. didn't jive. It's not always the best platform for someone's style. Would you agree yeah. with that? Oh, I agree completely. And there's people who, uh, I'm sure there's people who come on that we all see and we go like, I don't really even get that guy's thing because yeah. we don't know their strength. I agree completely. And, and sometimes it's like the pinnacle of someone's career because they're just really built for that sketch format. And sometimes, yeah, it's just... Uh, something on the way to more things. I started comedy because I was like, I want to be on SNL. How do you do that? And yeah. then I was like, well, Norm MacDonald and Kevin Nealon were stand-ups. I'll do that. And then I just fell in love with stand-up and I became like psychotically addict level obsessed. So that's great. It. That's awesome. Yeah, because there seems to be the sketch people <clears throat> and the stand-up comedians and both get a shot at SNL. They have a little mix of both of them, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I think it drives it. And there's a lot of stand-up comedians who end up doing their, a lot of their writing on there and uh, they've got a a healthy mix. I'm really excited to see this the the new cast. Uh, it's amazing. Guys. We talk about how many there, there is. There is like a battalion of people. There's tons of people. That, on that that, show. You remember when you too many? Yeah, yeah, the original not ready for primetime players. What were we a handful? Like six of them. Yeah, yeah. six or seven. Six. And yeah. now there's and I, I like I was so I was you know congratulations to everyone who just got added. But I was really surprised they added three people and only one left. Do you, do you think in a way that's... Oh, I guess two. Is that Lorne Michaels, you know, because for a while, they, well, we, he was losing cast members constantly. At that time, going off to movies was obviously the big thing. I, maybe that's changed yeah. now with, with streaming shows and so on and so forth. But do you think this is sort of um, Lorne's built-in fail-safe to, to not give anybody too much attention? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, or, like, to pad it in case people do leave so right. that he doesn't have to go through the hype. I mean, I mean, the girl who just left, I was like, this is... I mean, I don't know her, but she. I was like, she. It looks like they're trying to replace Aidy Bryant. Yes, like they had a very same typecast, and then I think Aidy was like, "Oh, I'm not leaving." And they're like, "Well, we don't need you anymore." <laughs> <laughs> so, so bad. It's cruel. <laughs> That's like you guys. It really looked like he was like, "Well, we need someone who looks like her. This girl is good and happens to look like her. Let's get her in there." And then, what? A, as soon as Aidy was like, "I'm not leaving," I'm sure she was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> My <laughs> days are numbered. Cutthroat over there. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But. Hey, so um, I have a question on, on why you chose Helium Philadelphia to record your album. I mean, Helium has, they started here in Philly, and now they're all over the country, and they actually have their own, like, recording record label. Yeah. And so yeah. you're recording with Helium Records. Like, how did that, and how did Philadelphia come about? Well, let me tell you, the truth is my album got recorded at St. Louis. And my plan was to record it in Philly, but the St. Louis crowd I did it in front of, they just really showed up, honestly, in the way that I, I am expecting and knowing that Philly will. So I was like, screw it. Let's not <laughs> let's not play with fire. Just put that on track. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but I'm going to get video footage from Philly. And uh, because it's just, I got to tell you, as someone who, I, I'm not a big name. We all know that. People listening are going, who the hell? Well, look her up. JMS Comedy on, yeah. on Twitter, by the way. Very fun. But, but I started coming to Philly opening for uh, a comedian named, I think Ari Shafir was the first comic I came with. Yeah. And I got to tell you, every time I've come, it's just good people, fun crowds. 
Philly comes out, and I'm yeah. sure you guys know this from the events that you know you guys have done. But like Philly shows up for. There's sometimes you go to and they go like, it's like they were forced to leave their homes <laughs> to go to a comedy show. And Philly's like, we're out, we're turning up. It feels like a group full of like literally friends. And it, to be honest, there's a vibe that reminds me a little of my hometown. It's just like a kind of rowdy, good people who love a good time. Yeah, you're, you're, you're nailing the vibe. I mean, that's, so I've often said that, that it is a, it's a, it's a big city with it, with a smaller town vibe that, you know, like you, you can actually use things here. I mean, outside of a pandemic, of course, and all that other stuff, but, but regardless, it does have that vibe and the people, you know, this, uh, again, I've, I've said this to many comedians, but when we first started the show, you know, over 20 years ago, uh, there were no real comedy clubs. And now there's a vibrant comedy scene. And c- comedians love coming to Philly because we respond well. Yes, I would say it's probably one of, if not my fa- favorite city to go to. Well, you know what? It's Philly as a city is like that one friend who's always down. You know that you're like, if I want to go out, I can always call Jim. He'll always go party with me. And that's the entire city of Philly. You're absolutely right. Hey, uh, also, uh, you got your nails did. I see that. You got your yellow fingernails. uh, And you got them because right after Philly, are you going, you're not going straight from Philly to Hawaii, are you? No, I have like uh, kind of a crazy way to go Philly to Raleigh. Then I go to a wedding in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, where I hopefully will die from <laughs> ticks or just being trampled by a parade of rednecks uh, in, on the dance floor. Uh, and then my, it's my boyfriend, actually. His parents are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. Wow. And they have they have very generously invited us all out. Funny Bob Sagatai at the beginning, his dad was... Uh, one of the exec producers of Full House. So, oh. you know, oh, okay. they have fly everyone to Hawaii wow. uh, on your 50th anniversary <laughs> money. Wow. Um, so it's going to be great. We're going to Kona for like five days and just, because I've been going nonstop with this album promotion, show promotion, and it's going to be nice to just like plop. Well, yeah, like I, I admire that, that, you know, you, you're, you're, I think it's, it's, listen, you're, you're successful. This, I think you're going to break even bigger. I mean, you're, you're all, 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 you. all the ducks are lined up as they say, whatever the hell that means. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, I, I hate I mean, ducks. I'm just <laughs> but do you see yourself mostly, uh, you know, it, it, uh, because people just, you genuinely love stand up. Will that be your complete bread and butter from here on in? Because I mean, you can. Be be a female Bill Burr or, or be a, or, or Bill Burr is a male you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Bill Bill, can you? He's kind of a male me. Uh, I mean, that would be the dream. I, yeah. you know, it's like I'm not opposed to taking on other things if they feed into uh, building my stand up audience and okay. giving me more stand up opportunities. But for me, a lot of people stand up is like a stepping stone to something else. And as I said initially, I thought it was, but this is. Uh, if all if things go as well as I hope they go and seem to be going, they are. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I want people to when they think of stand up, they think of me, and like when they think of me, they go, "Well, she's a stand up." Excellent, okay. excellent, nice. Well, uh, you'll be doing it tomorrow night and uh, filming the video for the album. Yeah, uh, whatever that means. Uh, yeah. it's just, it's, you know what it means? Social media clips. There you God, go. Social all. clips. Perfect. I have to put. I need little clips going. Look at me doing the joke. You can hear on the thing. <laughs> well, hang on a second though. What if? What if tomorrow night goes even better than St. Louis? Ah. Well, then we'll... I'm in trouble because the album drops on Friday, man. Don't yeah, put that. No, I mean, it's probably, out. Look, it probably almost guaranteed will because. Yeah. 
Philly is always a, like out of the park crowd. But that's just something well, listen, you, you got, sometimes you gotta go like uh, I just gotta live with the fact that that's not. Yeah. Well, no, Kate, Kate, yeah, no, you got you got in person experience. You got it. You got a good one in the can. You get. You definitely. Need, no, I don't mean that as a <laughs> euphemism or anything like that. Uh, but I got, got a big one in the can. <laughs> <laughs> coffee is running through. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a good one. You should definitely go. Yeah, we're, we're running with yeah. this. I know what you're talking about. I was like, about. let's not jinx it. What if yep. a fist fight breaks out in the audience in Philadelphia? Well, no one knows. Concern. <laughs> yeah. There was a much more popular co- a concert after the original Woodstock that no one's aware of. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it just happens. Yeah, right. I was like, let's just run with it. <laughs> well, tickets are available at heliumcomedy.com. You can check uh, Jessica at Helium, and you'll be back. We'll, yeah. we'll catch you another time, but don't miss you now Absolutely. because this is going to be a one-night special Wednesday night engagement yes. at Helium Comedy Club. So, And and hopefully yeah. we'll see you here in our studio sometime, Jessica. I would love hilarious. that. Hopefully uh, next time I can come in. Excellent. Yes. All right, Jessica, Michelle, Singleton, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. All right, uh, with Very that, cool. oh, uh, Marissa what? got confirmation of the uh, Elvira, uh, Cassandra Peterson, and Sinatra exchange. Okay. Oh. So she said he came up and he shook all the Osmonds' hands, and then when he put his hand out to shake, uh, and I put my hand out to shake his, he leaned back, put his hands in his pockets and said, and I'm going to paraphrase, nice boobs in front of everybody but he used tea the, oh uh, okay yeah so oh, so that freaked out the osmonds in front of the mormon family yeah and yeah. that's uh she uh you know she didn't like what you don't say that to a dame yeah right <laughs> chili break her legs all right we're gonna take a break we'll come back in a second and the b file and the money clip are up next so don't you go anywhere what's new why do you ask foo fighters Aaron Jones. Billy Idol. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Calm. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. <laughs> my blanket, my blue blanket, give me my blue blanket. Now, here's your money clip keyword. You want to finish your traffic report? Sorry about that. <laughs> That's your traffic on 933 WMR. <laughs> I thought I was I checked out, man. I thought you were doing a live it's read. Not right. It's only been 18 years I've been saying All right. that. <laughs> Uh, this hour's keyword is delight, D-E-L-I-G-H-T, which is what Kathy is. <laughs> delight. Absolutely. Uh, Screw you. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways for you to do that. You can text a special contest short code number to 45911, or if you'd like to be entered in the $10,000 grand prize that we have, uh, then enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So the word is Delight. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Revivalist Spirits, voted USA Today's Top Craft Gin Distillery. Mm. Uh, offers online ordering and delivery of gin, vodka, bourbon, and pre-made cocktails to all Pennsylvania residents. Uh, use the promo code PRESTON for 10% off of your purchase. RevivalistSpirits.com. 
A group of Houston area cyclists hospitalized after get it were hospitalized after getting hit by a pickup truck on Saturday morning. According to sheriff, six cyclists were hit by the vehicle. In total, four of the cyclists had to be taken to area hospitals, including two by helicopter. Whoa. Uh, Chase Farrell, who was uh, there, said, I thought someone was dead. I heard a lot of crunching. I heard brakes, tires screeching, people screaming. I know this is a nightmare of yours, yeah. Casey, being uh, the bike rider that you are. Farrell had been riding with cyclists as part of a training ride for Ironman Texas. Uh, roughly 75 miles into their training ride, uh, Farrell says a black diesel pickup truck slowed down near him and accelerated to blow smoke in his lane. Uh, you familiar with this? Yeah, it's rolling called Rolling Coal. coal. Mm-hmm. And uh, moments later, the pickup truck tried doing the same thing to other cyclists uh, riding ahead of Farrell. Uh, the reason he couldn't stop is because he was accelerating to blow more diesel fuel on these cyclists, said Farrell. He ended up hitting three people before his brakes even started. So he, he's, he's going to be a, a like a jackass and ends up... Yeah. It, Seriously hurting people. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, they, if you do this stupid right. thing, you're a bully anyway. And so this guy made a big-time mistake while right. he was doing it, ran Jesus. over a bunch of people. He's, I hate these morons. Uh, the driver of the pickup uh, truck has been identified as a 16-year-old as well. So I'm not, I'm not familiar with this. This is something that, that happens occasionally to, yeah. to cyclists? Well, to any, anybody. These guys they have these big souped-up diesel trucks. Right, right, yeah. Uh, they're really loud. And they have a way that, uh, with the acceleration, if they hit it a proper way, all this black, right. thick, putrid smoke comes out. And it's just their way of being a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're wow. just, you're a bully. That's all. There's to. Congratulations. If you do that, you're yeah. a bully. There you go. You made it. Well, now, potentially, uh, he I will know. be a murderer. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that can happen, too. So, uh, the first car jumping attempt in five years by North Dakota's version of Evil Knievel Ended in disaster when the car, driven by the man known as the Flying Farmer, corkscrewed off the ramp and rolled. Oh, Authorities say John Smith, who's 57, was alert after the crash on Saturday at a rural <laughs> at a rural gravel pit in western North Dakota. All right, and that I'm he. The <laughs> That's what he says as he's going through the air. Nailed it. Uh, he tried to uh, pull. Didn't work out so well. <laughs> he tried to pull himself out of the vehicle. Hey, Melbourne, can you pull that transmission piece out of my butthole? Uh, while he was talking to the rescuers, he eventually uh, he was cut out and taken by medical helicopter to a hospital, according to firefighters. I need to check my mask. The extent of his injuries wasn't known. The crowd of about 300 spectators went silent when Smith crashed. <laughs> they did? Yep. <laughs> Family members, including his daughters and wife of 34 years, Melinda, reacted emotionally, running to the Aww. mangled car. Well, look at that. Smith's previous jump was uh, in 2016... When he rose over towering flames to clear a burning trailer, uh, Smith, who farms near uh, Makoti in western North Dakota, said that he was inspired by Evil Knievel while he was growing up. And my personal hero. He has gained notoriety for his jumps at fairs and other attractions across state, and he's performed more than 100 jumps. Can I be honest with you? Ever <laughs> since I was a little boy, I wanted to own a monkey. <laughs> Uh, even jumping over a frozen lake one time. That's right. Yeah. So that's what he does. He's the flying farmer. Uh, and I love the signage that he uses. It's obviously just done with a can of spray paint. Right, right. 
The Flying Farmer. Uh, well, you can't say these people didn't give fair warning. The owner of an industrial area in the U.K. next to a new housing estate has put up a sign that read, uh, We are industrial, we are noisy, we are smelly, and we were here first. Okay. <laughs> I can't argue that point. I, yeah, I agree. It's like when people buy a house near an airport and then complain yep. about the noise. Uh, the sign went viral on social media and a brochure for the new estate reads, If you love the rural charm of village life, yet still need great city connections, and Staunton Gate is the ideal place for you. An employee of the industrial area says his boss put up the sign before the new houses were built in order to head off any complaints. Yeah. As they do make a bit of noise, and neighbors uh, and the neighbors are largely okay with it, but people shouldn't move next to an industrial estate if they have a problem with the noise. I bet you the homes are cheaper, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, a woman is facing manslaughter charges after allegedly killing her boyfriend by throwing a cell phone at his head during a violent scuffle. So the cell phone hitting his head killed him? Well, that's what they're claiming. So the 22-year-old uh, Roxana Adelina Lopez has been made a formal suspect in the ongoing probe by a criminal court in northwest Argentina. Uh, she has been allowed to remain on bail while the investigation continues. Her partner has been identified as... Uh, Luis Dario Guante, and she is expected uh, to allege that she picked up the cell and used it as a missile to defend herself after being beaten around the face by her boyfriend. Well, that's not good. The phone hit this guy in the temple, and he died after going to the hospital complaining of severe migraines. He died eight days after the incident, huh. but news of his deaths only became public as it emerged that uh, Roxana was at the center of a court probe. Uh, so she has yet to be charged with any wrongdoing. The victim's mother went to police asking to uh, take them uh, to take uh, legal action against the suspect after he died. Uh, following an operation for severe brain injuries, he is said to have suffered after being hit in the head. So it's not clear what prompted the fight between the two. But, you know, she threw the phone and it just I guess it hit just the right spot. So. Uh, all right, there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File. That's all I have time for, Ram? Yeah, okay, we'll Santa's got to go. Wrap that up right now. And you have about five minutes, no, four minutes left uh, to text the word delight to us. Our special contest short code number, by the way, which is 45911 for the MMR Money Club. You can also enter it at the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So the word is delight. Now, if you've already done that, you might want to win some of these movie passes that we have to give away. It's a screening tonight, and I have five of them. We'll take the five, first five callers. It's for the Many Saints of Newark. It is at the PFS Film Center at 7 o'clock tonight, and it is the prequel to, of course, The Sopranos. So we'll take those five callers, and we'll set you up right now. 215-263-WMMR. Coming back in just a moment, trash music news, lesson question. Those things are on the way next. If you like what you hear... You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, the lesson question we are going to do today, prize-wise, we have a pair of tickets to see Patton Oswalt 
Uh, he's going to be at the Met on Saturday, October 9th. And I'm going to let Nick ask the question today. We're going to go back to the beginning of the show. What item of clothing did Kathy put on Inside Out this morning? <laughs> okay. All right. I like that. Kathy put on something Inside Out legitimately. Yeah. She's not even joking about this. No. What did she put on Inside Out? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it and you know it, you need to call, and we will see if we can set you up with a prize with that answer. Trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Liberty Safes in New Jersey. Uh, they're in Mount Laurel and Bordentown. They carry the largest selection of home, office, and gun safes in the tri-state area. Shop online at LibertySafesNJ.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, Gene Simmons selling his Benedict Canyon estate for $16 million after originally listing it for $25 million. Simmons, who is new to the real estate game, admits he really had to play hardball to get $9 million less. A a new Hulu documentary claiming Britney Spears had no privacy for many years and that her father, Jamie Spears, had a microphone hidden in her bedroom. Amazingly, most of the audio caught on that bedroom microphone is of Britney rehearsing her TED Talk on particle physics. (laughs) And in a new cover story for GQ magazine, Will Smith says his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, is not the only one who had extramarital relationships. Uh, Smith says he admits he once got a, quote, extraordinarily strong handy from a large woman named Medea. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he knows who that is. And that's your Hollywood trip. All right, we shall see if we can uh, get someone who is a winner on the line. We need to find out what item of clothing Kathy put on Inside Out today. Let's go to Don. Hey, Don. Get Zooks. my man. All right, what did Kathy put on Inside Out today? Pants. Her pants. pants. That is correct, and yes, she really did. True story. Yep, it was in the middle of a news story, by the way. She tried to put her hands in her pockets and realized they were on the inside now. Pockets weren't there. Don, we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see Patton Oswalt at the Met on Saturday, October 9th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. Get cash today. If you need cash fast, bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling. And walk away with cash today. Located in Pensacola, New Jersey, or at ArmorMetalsRecycling.com. Thank you, Bill. Uh, The guitar played by Johnny Ramone on all 15 Ramones albums and at nearly 2,000 live performances by the rock band sold at auction over the weekend for more than $900,000. Close to a million dollars. I was blown away by that number. um, Yeah, well, there are super hardcore Ramones fans. Yeah, yeah. um, But wow. That's that's big. That's like Beatles territory money. What? All right, so Nick, I'm going to have to ask you, can you do a search on the, 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 the biggest get for rock guitars? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 1965 Mazrite Ventures II electric guitar was bought by a collector in the U.S. who wishes to remain anonymous. Uh, Ramon, whose real name was John Cummings, bought the guitar to replace his original Blue Ventures II, uh, which was stolen. And it was played at every Ramon's performance from November 1977 until his retirement in August 1996. Wow. Uh, the Ramones disbanded in 1996 after a tour that followed their final studio album. 
Johnny Ramone died in 2004 of prostate cancer. Joey Ramone, whose real name is Jeff Hyman, died in 2001 of lymphatic cancer. Dee Dee Ramone, whose real name is Douglas Colvin, died from a drug overdose in 2002. And Tommy Ramone was the last surviving member of the original group, died of cancer in 2014. Uh, the top most expensive guitar in the world was uh, David Gilmore's Black Strat. That went for $3.9 million. God so almighty. Essentially $4 million. Yeah. Uh, so the guitar, along with other Ramones memorabilia, came from the collection of Daniel Ray, a musician and producer who was also a longtime Ramones collaborator. Some of the other items sold included Johnny's Mark II signature guitar for almost $50,000 and Joey Ramones Shure microphones from the final Ramones concert uh, for more than $13,000. So, yeah, those went for big money. And uh, also they sold Falco's Nescafe machine. Aw, Sure, the family wanted him. I had a hard time parting with that. Uh, I love this story. It's a follow-up at a sold-out show Sunday night. Bass player Darren Wall took the stage for the first time since he was shot in early September. Uh, it was Wall's band Greyhawk was playing at a show in Boise, Idaho, when a man with a gun tried to enter the venue. Wall pushed the man to the ground, was later shot in the leg. Police arrested the shooter, identified as 26-year-old Ethan Bird. I either reported this... In Music News or the Bizarre File, I don't yes, remember. I remember the story. Well, Wall has been resting since the shooting. The bullet is still inside his leg. He admitted he was nervous and excited for Sunday night's show. And there's an interesting old twist to this. After three weeks off, his band was ready to perform again in a show that will go down in rock and roll history thanks to a throne used only by a few rock stars <laughs> who needed a little bit of help. Yeah. The throne belongs to Dave Grohl. He used it to, of course, rock out while sitting, uh, well, after breaking his leg during the show in 2015. And then he lent that to Axl Rose, who Axel. had an injury. Axl slipped on some nacho cheese at the... Uh... <laughs> what what happened to his leg again? Uh, I don't remember. But yeah. Wall said that he made a comment about hoping to use the throne on a radio program. And social media got the attention of the Foo Fighters management. And he said, Dave, called me from the MTV uh, the MTV VMA Awards wow. and said, I'll ship that throne up <clears throat> to you at my expense. That's fantastic. Uh, the throne allowed Wall to rest his leg while playing. One change needed to be made to the chair before it was shipped because Wall was shot in his left leg while the chair was built for Grohl, who broke his right leg. And the great thing about that uh, throne precedent, there's a little a basket for bagels and such. Nice. Yeah. I thought that was such a cool story. That is awesome. And I love that uh, that Dave stepped up, and I love that this guy was, you know, saved a bunch of lives. It's really cool. Try as I might, I've attempted to get you your throne here in the studio, Preston, but then no one has, has taken Apparently, no it's, it's a lot more expensive than one would think. All right. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, the effort. We'll keep working on that throne. Coldplay has released two new versions of My Universe, their new collaboration with BTS, Ooh. Uh, which was just released a few days ago. There Gosh, those guys can dance. Stripped down acoustic version of the track, as well as the Supernova 7 mix created by Coldplay's Guy Berryman. Uh, on Sunday, BTS performed a short film, or premiered a short film, documented the recording of My Universe. Uh, in BTS's Soul Studio alongside Coldplay's Chris Martin on their YouTube channel. Godsmack's 2018 album, When Legends Rise, has been certified gold by the RIAA. In addition, two more of the album's singles, the title track uh, and Under Your Scars, have also been officially certified gold by the RIAA. Uh, the album's first single and chart-topping track, Bulletproof, earned a Platinum Digital Single Award in September 2020 and was previously certified gold. David Lee Roth is headed back to Sin City uh -huh. for yet another string of Las Vegas dates. 
Van Halen's original front man will, clo- will close out 2021 with a New Year's Eve performance at the House of Blues and before going on to play shows at the venue on January 1st, 5th, 7th, and 8th of next year. And then one last thing, we had Stephen Van Zant on uh, last week, and he has published his long-awaited memoir, and it is out today. It's titled Unrequited Infatuations, and tonight it'll appear at the Book and Greetings Bookstore in Northvale, New Jersey, and tomorrow night he will be interviewed at Manhattan's 92nd Street Y with the interview available for streaming. And then Bruce will interview uh, Stephen on October 17th at a still-undisclosed location in Asbury Park, New Jersey. In promotion of the book, which will also feature a panel discussion moderated by John Stewart. Uh, so that is all I have in music news for you this morning. I gave away the last of those uh, passes for uh, the many states of Newark, and I failed to mention that Nick had done an interview with the stars of the movie, and that that is available at PrestonandSteve.com, right, Nick? Yeah, it was the day before you guys got to chat with Michael Gandolfini and Alessandro Novola. They're both really nice guys. Michael, obviously, the son of James. And uh, the, it was a really cool conversation I got to have with them. It's, it's only about 10 minutes long, but it's up on PrestonandSteve.com with some photos as well. And uh, my review of the movie. And I'm really interested to hear what other Sopranos fans think once they see it. Because okay. it's different. Have reviews started coming in on Yeah, and, and, and they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I think um, a lot of people are going to view this movie differently but it's, right. anyway I'm, I'm intrigued by all of it but if you want to take a listen to the interview you can uh, do so it's on uh, our website and the movie is about the Moltisanti family yes hey, am I... Moltisanti which is Italian for many saints ah oh, oh, many saints and there it is yeah. nice ah. alright with that we're going to take a break <laughs> unless you guys want to add some more ahs yeah, yeah. Ah. Is there, do you want to go to this Preston it just popped up on the screen. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, it's going home. Oh, no. uh, ah, Lisa, hi. Hello, how are you? Wonderful. I don't sound as good as you. What's all this cheeriness about? <laughs> I just won $500. She did it. Oh, that's nice. Uh, congratulations to you, Lisa. Where are you from? I'm from Bear, Delaware. Bear, Delaware. All right, do tell. How did you enter to win this time around? I was listening to MMR at work, and I put in the magic word, and out they called me <laughs> saying I won $500. There you nice. Go. Did you, did you know what I was going for is did you text it or use the app or go to the website? I use the app. Okay, uh, use the app. Hey, mm-hmm. you're still in the running for ten thousand dollars for the grand prize. It's pretty so. nice. <laughs> We're just giving, giving you giving you a little taste of five hundred bucks. Yeah. But no, will that do you some good? Five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, always. Excellent. All right, well, Lisa. I was Firefly all weekend. I need to pay off those bills. Oh, totally, man. You blew it all. We're here to refund you. All right, congratulations, Lisa. Thanks for listening to MMR. All right, there you go, gang. Next Chance is coming up at noon. Pierre's going to have your shot. Let's take a break, come back, wrap up the show, and uh, don't forget Tattoosday. We'll get our winner for that, too. Stay up. Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open, never busy. 39333. The Preston and Steve show coming to a close. We had a 
Had a bizarre little passing shower make its way through Bala just a little while ago. The real stuff is what? Later on, right? Yeah, some scattered thunderstorms, but not till like 3 o'clock or so is what I'm seeing. So, uh, we'll see. So there's some things out there. But uh, today's high about 80, and it's going to be sunny on the next several days. But cooling temperatures, 71 are high tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday. So only going to be like 68, and then Saturday, 73, something like that. But no rain other than today. I think it's all that we're dealing with. Uh, good time on the show today. We had a lot of great guests. I want to thank Cassandra Peterson for being on. Elvira, yeah. yours cruelly, is the name of her memoir. Some and wild stuff in that book, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she is, she's seen and done a lot. Yeah. Uh, and thank you also to uh, comedian Jessica Michelle Singleton. Yay. Uh, she was great. I really liked her. Uh, and she'll be at Helium Comedy Club tomorrow night. And um, Randy Bates got in touch with us. Let us yeah. know about the big freaking deal. Don't forget that, that is going on. Chance for you to get uh, two tickets to the Bates Motel and the haunted attractions and all this stuff for just fifty dollars. And uh, he said they're going. They're do, they're doing weekends for now, but they'll be open in in October. I think it's day. cool that they're, again you're walking that uh, that hayride tour or that hayride path, which goes on for quite a while. Yeah, and walking that <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be great. What are you talking about? Is it Asthma Hill or what do you call it? Uh, yeah, Asthma Hill. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was nice having them on. Uh, Pierre Robert is in the studio, and that means we can get our letter a day and all that good stuff. We can. All right, man, let's do that. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. He is in every day. Every day. Every freaking day. And we have uh, 300 bucks to give away. It's short and simple, to the point. It's cash, and I think we could all use a little bit of that. So $300 we would give that away on Friday. So uh, keep track of all those letters. Everything good in your world? Very good. A little water to get us wet. Oh, yeah. It was really pouring. Water is the essence of moisture. Isn't that what Zoolander said, Brent? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Water wetness. is... Wetness. Wetness is the, is the essence of moisture. moisture Where oceans come from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like you got it. And lakes. Yeah. Yeah. Rivers. And Perrier. And Perrier as well. Yeah. Let, let us not forget the sparkling goodness of Perrier. Let us not forget the bubbles. Nice. Um, and so, with that in mind, we'll bubble on into a double shot Tuesday with several opportunities for great things to happen. Money coming your way, possibly, at noon and at 2 p.m. in our uh, fun money contest called the uh, Money Clips. And we'll also have Workforce Blocks of Sublime and you 2 and Offspring. And we did get a conversation with uh, Noodles backstage, so uh, we'll run that. And um, yeah, just a little conversation, but it was fun with Noodles before the Offspring went on stage, uh, talking about some of what they've been up to lately. And a couple more flashbacks of the uh, MMRBQ, of which uh, we have some very colorful citizenry. That we ran into. Oh. <laughs> yeah. After the show or just throughout the whole thing? Mostly after. Okay. Nice. Um, That's always good They time. were well well roasted. Yes. <laughs> Lubricated, as they uh, say. They were on the spit. They just had been yeah. slowly <laughs> roasted uh-huh. and turned and roasted and uh, were in great shape. Nice. Excellent. All right. Uh, real quick. Uh, before we do wrap things up, uh, it's Tuesday. we got to give away oh. uh, the presidency of t- Tattoo. I failed to do that. So, our winner... Is from, it doesn't say where they're from, but her name is Kathleen Wilson, and there you go. Uh, Kathleen lives in the 604 area code, wherever that is. Okay. Uh, and we have a $350 gift certificate 
Even at your Houston listeners. For Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And uh, Tattoo Day on the Preston and Steve Show is presented by Floating World. Or it's 609. It's 609. Not after I said that. 604 is uh, Vancouver, Canada. Ah. There we go. We have a strong listener base in Vancouver. That looks like a four, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. Could have been Albuquerque. Huge in B.C. Didn't say You guys are huge in Houston. Uh, so anyhow, uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, they're at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. And for artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Thank you to the fine sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show, Acme Fresh Foods, Local fav- Flavors, and also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Tomorrow's a Wednesday. Uh, we'll go on Fox Good Fox Good Day. We'll have Secret Text Word, and uh, our buddy Joe Matteris is going to be chatting as well. So Joe's great. That stuff and more taking place on tomorrow's program. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day, and we shall see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-Bap-